and welcome to Season 3 of Goats and Dragons, a helpful goat gaming podcast. In this podcast, we play our long-form campaign, level 1 to 20, Fates of Rin. And uh, some of our content and uh, language may not be suitable for children. In fact, we try our best to be unsuitable for people of all ages. You're welcome. Across the continent of Greater Banya, peoples of all walks of life share a common sense. A sense that something is approaching. What it is remains a secret to most, but they can feel it. Rumors of sickness spread in the south. A mountain flies in the west. An army of living flame marches through the desert sands, leaving a line of glass as their trodden path. Yes, these are the troubles set to welcome a god into this world. Baalit, the lidless eye, god of the searing light. She approaches and will not be deterred. However, a few know of her coming and prepare. A deadly and cunning thief, a champion of the mountain tribes, a cleric of chaos, a brilliant artificer, and a scarred soul whose past is catching up with him. Can these individuals save the rest? Can they kill a god? Can they save their friend? Can they each finally find a home? Let us together read the final chapters of these heroes. Welcome to Goats and Dragons, the stream where Helpful Goat Gaming plays Dungeons and Dragons, a game of shared storytelling where I try to keep my friends from the rain-slick precipice of darkness. I'm Is that what we're saying this season now? I like it. I think I'm going to switch it up every every time, because it was different last time too. So. I'm Andrew Gilbert, uh, but tonight I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, and I'm not alone. With me as always is Galway, playing the tiefling sorcerer Charity. Hey everybody, uh, my name is Galway and I play Charity. Uh, both of our pronouns are he, him, his. Lena, playing the Goliath Barbarian Stormbringer. Hey, uh, my pronouns are she, her, hers, and Stormbringer's pronouns also she, her, hers. Rachel, our guest for a few sessions. Or a few seasons. Or, fuck it, Rachel, you're going to be in the rest of this season. Rachel is now a full-time cast member of Goats and Dragons, because, yeah, we just threw away the facade of, of guest appearance. We can't get rid of Clem, nor can we get rid of Rachel. But Rachel, please, I'm sorry. Hi, yeah, after 10 months of, uh, of <laughs> yes, a few yeah. sessions, I was finally invited to be here forever. You can't get rid of me ever. Forever. <laughs> forever. forever. And Andy promises that even though I'm level nine, I will definitely catch up 
at some point with the rest of the party. But I'm Rachel, and I play Clem, the gnomish artificer, and we both use she, her, hers. And thanks for having me. Yay! I'm so excited. Welcome officially, Rachel, but... I mean, we've been talking, man. It's official. Um, anyway, so um, thanks for being here, all the cast. Thanks for being here, all of you watching. Uh, who would like to read the Chelsea poem tonight? I can. I can do it. I was going to say, I'm, I'm okay either way. <laughs> I usually wait to see because I don't want to just I think I, I just read the last one on tier, so. Uh... Let's do it. The Red family has made the gravest mistake. Their captives have provided the most spectacular headache. The family's flame and fury will have the power to prevail, to reunite, smite, and succeed in this glorious tale. So much admiration for this story and these characters in each of their forms. Much love, FOR crew, you are seen and heard. Oh, wait, is that Horm? I just realized that you haven't had time to catch up on the last session. So that you last no reference idea. makes no sense. And I no. like it better that way. Thank you, Chelsea. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome, Chelsea. All right, with that, I think we, uh, we're we going to get into tonight's episode of Goats and Dragons. Previously, for this particular group, uh, you'll notice we don't have all the players tonight because they are separated. Uh, and for this group particularly, uh, last thing they kind of remember, um, the family had returned to Gunagaim, to, to rest and check the Goliath tribe. However, when they reached the small valley and cloud that hid the Goliath, there was no more protective cloud, and the tribe itself abandoned the city. They found the town uh, was not entirely empty, though. In the street, a small roaming band of musicians and an old friend in Seagay Whistler had set up a camp. The group, however... Um, Appear, uh, appeared a bit odd and shady. They performed a song they said was written by someone named Hakari, uh, and it moved the group. Uh, Burbage sat on the ground, hoping against hope that the forbidden item he found in Vermidian's lair could simply end the clone of charity. Um, however, just as he pulled a card from the deck, uh, and the card's activation took hold, Burbage barely noticed someone appearing out of thin air. Several someones. A tiefling, a drow, a halfling, and a goliath. Instantly, uh, they sent small devices toward the family, and those which found purchase were on Burbage and Hakari specifically. They were then whisked away immediately. Stormbringer and Charity sprung to action, attempting to hold the others here. But alas, they too simply slipped from their grasp and disappeared. Now, as you breathe in the cold of Gunagaim, as the sun is just beginning to dip behind the tallest mountains, and you're realizing that your friends are out of your immediate reach. You all turn now toward that traveling troop. Welcome to season three. What would you like to do? 
I think one of them is currently floating about 15 feet up in the air. And also importantly, uh, Sir Charity TK'd uh, one of them. And as I did so, I believe that another member of the troop, like, flickered out of existence? Yes. Yes. Um, Nalway, or whatever her name was. Uh, yeah, so uh, you have Brennan Tumley, uh, the singer of the group, uh, in your clutches. And as you do that, uh, Nalway, the partner of Brennan, you kind of were getting... Um, disappeared from view entirely. Flickered on completely out of existence, it seemed. And now you have this small halfling uh, woman in your grasp. The others are setting their instruments down on the ground very carefully, not wanting to move, not exactly sure what just happened. I will say that uh, Charity's wings and halo have also begun to take on the more jagged appearance that they often have, where okay. the fire is no longer sort of forming smooth curves. Where is my family? Your family? I, I don't know where your family is, uh... Um, listen. Uh, I'm I'm sorry about this. What happened? Uh, maybe we could just talk about it like normal people, and you can put me down. That would be lovely. Or we could talk about it like abnormal people, and we're gonna fuck you up if you don't tell us where our fucking family is. I'm gonna like heft my hammer, axe. What the hell do Shit. I use? Axe. At, at... <laughs> Charity yeah. is just going to drift a light on wings of flame to where she's still frozen and drift closer. What part of me exactly are you referencing as normal? Ah, uh, true. Ah, uh, maybe we, ah, uh, tell you everything we know and that's fine too uh give me an intimidation roll with advantage please <laughs> do -do 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 -do. uh why have i suddenly forgotten where to click for things there we go <laughs> 18 18 yeah she seems scared uh you looking her over as you're holding her up in the air uh you don't see any weapons on her necessarily uh you see a flute kind of in a almost a flute sling uh that's that's leather and and, and draped across her shoulder um and yeah she just her eyes look really terrified um okay okay we're just going to be drifting down to the ground at exactly the same pace, though she's held up, so it's still eye-to-eye -eye with Charity. Okay, what do you want to know? Uh, please don't hurt my friends. No one else knew anything about this. 
does that can I roll an insight check and see if that tracks like I've been watching the rest of the crowd to make sure they're not trying to escape does it look like they look confused 15 uh with a 15 yeah uh, you feel pretty good that everyone is just they, they realize very quickly the power you have because they saw the sort of quick moment fight that you had uh no, no, no one's leaving. Everyone just kind of looks scared and really confused. Um, and uh, one of them is just like looking around, it looks like, for uh, Alway. Can't find her. Ch- Charity's feet at this, this comment of like, you know, no one else knew. I was the only one who, you know, knew about this. Charity's feet are going to sort of hit the snow, and then the halfling is going to keep drifting down. Um, and I will release her from TK, but not with a, a drop, like when her feet touch. Yeah. So you are the one that did this. I didn't know. I don't know what ha- I don't know even what happened. Uh Listen, I was told to just come here, and and if I saw you all, uh, and she she motions toward her bag that doesn't reach for it. Uh, they gave me drawings of you all. If I met any of you, I was simply to to just sign this little piece of paper. It's in my pocket. Uh that uh, the location that you were at. I've been traveling for two months with that information, and I found you, and I signed it, and then they just appeared and took your friends. And I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't know they were going to take your friends. I, I had to do this because, because they have a lot way and. They said something horrible had happened if 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 I didn't do this, and so it seemed like an easy job. I just I just didn't exactly know what it was. I still don't exactly. So these people that were gonna do horrible things to your whoever, yes. you you didn't think that maybe they'd in turn do horrible things to us? I, I had no idea then you're a lot dumber than I thought you were. (laughs) She kind of frowns a little at you. I'd like to make an insight check on sort of what the story that she's given so far. Okay. Please do. 17. I mean, as you're you're reading her face, she looks pained. She looks heartbroken. Her, Her lips are quivering, even just kind of saying the story out loud. You get a sense of some shame and something actually the surroundings that you're in something clicks for you this is a very similar face to what sir benaventura had when you talk to him you see sort of charity <sighs> and that the halo will smooth out the wings will also smooth out you have done something incredibly harmful and I urge you to consider what it is you wish to do next you said that they have your partner 
Yes. How did they get them? And like, why? Like, why did these random people target you? Um, do you know them? They're not random people. It's the king of Goholnia. We lived in Vagelter, the, the capital, and well, Nalawe was was critical of the court. That got her into some trouble, and we tried to leave. In trying, they took her, and they messed with my mind for a while, so that I even forgot that she existed, and they tried to enlist me in the army, and the, the, the memory thing wouldn't, wouldn't take, and I kept coming back to it, and I would ask about her, and I think I annoyed them into giving me this other job, and traveling with this group. She kind of looks around to the others. Now there's just a few kind of tears welling up in her eyes. I didn't know what else to do. Surely you would do anything you could to get your friends back. You have no idea the things I am going to do to get my family back. Also, does anyone else notice that the Gaholnians seem to have a critical weakness to being annoyed? Like, I feel like we've heard this several times, which makes it sort hey, of humorous. because we're really annoying. Which makes it also humorous because those poor fuckers have Burbage and Akari. That's not going to go great for them. <sighs> okay, there was well. one in particular, yeah. Um, I don't remember his name. Tall, kind of elven features. Uh, I think it was the drow that popped in for a moment and then left. But I'm so, I'm sorry that this happened. This is like something that just like passively happened, right? Like don't say it just happened. Like you made I'm a choice. I'm sorry that I caused you pain. I am not sorry that I fulfilled my end of the bargain. And if that makes you upset, I understand. makes me sad for you because you do not understand the people that you bargained with. And like, you don't know that they're gonna give Nalawe back. Like, I bet they're not even gonna do that. I bet they're just gonna keep fucking with you. You kill people to make them leave you alone and kill them preemptively in case they might not leave you alone. You don't just, like, do what they want. You just kill people. Like, this was, like, a stupid plan. Okay, not wrong, probably. Um, so, what do you want? What do you want more with me? What can I tell you? What are you asking? Uh, where are they? Where would they take them? Where did they take Nalawe? How do we get there really fast? If we tell them that we captured you, will they like bargain? Um, what's their weaknesses in battle and also out of battle? Um, how do we kill the king of Kaholnia? Where does he live? Okay, uh, Vagelter, uh, I don't know, by horse, 
Uh, I'm not exactly sure. No. Uh, and Vagelter. So if I've read the order of that correctly, you're fairly sure that our family is in Vagelter. I mean, that's, yeah, that's where I met the, uh, uh, elfish fellow, and that's who has Nalawe, and that's who asked me to find you. So, the elvish fellow that, this is also Galway sort of, or this is more Galway speaking than Charity. The elvish fellow who popped in uh, was the one that Stormbringer was ground and pounding, mm-hmm. um, and appeared to be Drow. Yes. And, here's the very Galway side of it, Burbage and Hakari did not see that figure in their being captured, correct? For for the overall story, I'll say yes, the individual with elven features uh, from the tavern. Was the okay, the, and, and that was actually kind of what I was asking. I know yeah, Charity yeah, yeah. wouldn't know that, but I had never been entirely sure because like, yeah. I think in the fight, he was very specifically referred to as Drow, yeah. and then later was with elven features, and I'm like, is that meant to be the same person? I can't tell. <laughs> the Bohemians okay. are the bad guys in Dom and Dragons, right? They're pretty much everything. They're just they generally at, assholes. They were at war with um, Wigmoles, certainly. They're the ones that right. caused the mountain. To- and they've got uh, and lots- they're the soldiers that we, we've fought a bunch of them. And they have demons inside the most of the leadership, at least. Right. Seems I mean, to have demons. This, but I'm just refreshing for Lena's memory, and mm-hmm. also Goholnia. Like, like we've like, fuck. You've also caused some shit in Goholnia. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, that was the army that they tried to conscript Burbage into, right? Yes. Yeah, they did Which, get Meepus. They got Meepus. <laughs> uh, fuck Meepus. Uh, Wait, Meepus now is a Goholnian soldier? At last time you heard, yeah, there was a one shot. Fuck that, that guy. That clarified a little bit of that, but yeah. Uh, and they worship Borir, the many-eyed god, who... Oh, they were also the ones that were fucking with the Bovalian Ravagers. So they're just around being assholes everywhere. So I think it's time we nuke them. We don't have nukes yet. Meteor Swarm. Yes. Two more levels. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, are we, are we going to... Are we are we going to fight the king of Gaolnia? I'd rather uh, not, though it may have appeared on a to-do yes. list for the future. Okay. <clears throat> Remember how I said that politics are kind of rough for me? This isn't politics, it's just murder. Uh, oh. Yeah, we should talk later, but I realize now's not the time. Hey, so you think that they would be kept in the capital. Do you have any sense of where? The, the prisons? Uh, there, there's... Uh, some say there's there's a, a deep dungeon under the castle that has many prisoners in it. I, I don't... I've never been there myself, but that may be where they're keeping Nalawe um, and uh, others. They tend to kidnap people in order to make their family members do what they want often that sounds familiar yeah partly why Nalawe was so critical of them but I'm sorry uh, what was your name 
little gnomish friend. Consider how well this went for us the last time one of us gave this orange. individual one of our names. Your name is Orange. Orange. Okay. Well, Orange. Um, you seem so familiar. Have we, have we ever met before? Do they seem familiar to me at all? A history check. Uh, Galen, this... the big drummer, is also kind of standing up at this point and <clears throat> sort of I'm brushing some of the snow off. Yeah. History check doesn't have anything to do with magical items. No. It's going to be a little disquieting if it does. <laughs> Eight. Uh, no, this person. I mean, you could always flash yeah, a no, genius I never yourself. Seen you before if you want. in my life. Uh, uh, what was your name again? Karen. Tomley. That was close. It's my family name. Uh, am I supposed to know you? I've been living in these uh, these here woods for uh, these mountains for a real long time. I don't know. I don't know. I lived in Vagelter most of my life. I. Sorry. Um. Galen, uh, don't. That we're just talking, by the way. You see him. He's a big, big dude. Um. He's just kind of stretching just a little bit. Everything hey, you are. Did you want to arm wrestle? You want to arm wrestle me? Uh, that doesn't sound too bad. Okay, let's arm wrestle, dude. Uh, if I win, uh, you got to let my little friend go and find her. Where's 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 Nalawe? Where'd she go? Uh, and then Brennan. Uh, Nalawe was my illusion um, because I missed her. And I'm sorry that I fooled most of you with that. Did all these assholes know that? Or are they just uh, more collateral damage for you? Uh, actually, most of them but Galen knew about Nalawe being an illusion. Only one other knew why. But no one else knew about. Yeah, you can't me. just be vague like that. Could you maybe tell us which one other? Trinity's like, there are only a couple here. You you can be more specific. It's not like we're talking about the population of a village. Correct. I'd rather not say. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't really know that in this conversation, what you would rather meant anything to us. I would rather you stop flapping your lips unless you tell us. Who this other person is? Yeah, I'm gonna heft my axe again. Uh, one of the violin players, uh, is old, steps up, uh, who's an elven, uh, person, and they say, "Ah, uh, well, I knew that Nalawe had been taken, and that Brennan was on a bit of a quest, but none of us knew exactly what that would entail." Let's just establish a couple of first principles around this entire conversation so that we avoid, I don't know, unnecessary and unpleasant goings on. Does that sound good to everyone? Here, principally looking at, like, the, the band. Yeah, they nod. Uh, and Seagay, Whistler, kind of steps over as well and says, Oh, friends, um, listen... 
I know this seems like a very tense situation. If there's anything I can do to help, please let me know. Do you well have as... like a portal so you can summon my Albert babies really fast? I s maybe one of them. Really? I have ways of getting around, yes. But uh We'll come back to that, Seagate, thank you. Remain cool, calm, and collected, that would be excellent. So, just some first principles. Genuinely, I am extremely angry, but I don't actually wish to harm you all unless it is very necessary. Second principle. Stormbringer here definitely does want to harm you all. Third principle. Everything about every one of you is utterly flammable. Fourth principle, don't lie to me or waste my time. Okay, that makes sense. That's fair. I would be upset as well. And Galen yeah. then kind of comes over to you, Stormbringer. Oh, do I, you want to uh, arm wrestle? Yeah, arm wrestle me. Okay, so if I win, uh, you got to just make sure that we leave here. No one gets hurt. If I win, uh, I'll give you my, one of my drums. Did you say drugs? Yeah, drums. Oh, I thought you said band. drugs, and I was like, what <laughs> the shit is this band? Uh, no, that's oh, a band, not a I guess. Deal, and I don't usually wager on arm wrestling. It's just for the joy of arm wrestling. And that's a bad deal anyways, because I don't want your drums. Okay. Never mind then. But do you want to arm wrestle anyway? No. Oh. Wow, okay. Back to the matter at hand, yes. please. So uh, yes. you, you said two months ago they contacted you and uh, Andy sort of out of game. What was, given what we know of the time skip that occurred from uh, Formidian... Can I just remind things really quick before we get yeah. back to questioning? I was looking up Gaholnia minutes because I don't remember anything said in the memory of Goldfish, and... They are the ones that um, Beneventure said they were also after us, um, and he like said that they had, had had a very quiet hunter or something after us. Um, they worship Barir. Um, they're really into Barir, and Barir is um, like supports Ren, not Ren, the bad person, Behelet. Behelet, and um, is also the twin of Eris. Yeah, um, and he did also he had gone they're just up to bad shit he had gone in a list of people to try to find for the war effort also from their royalty so i think we need to kill their whole royal family um and um and he did also he gave us gifts to give his family forever in the capital so we should remember that because it seems like we're going there and he also gave us a goholnian's captain's cloak um to help us hide from goholnians and i think that's mostly my update on goholnia yeah, he gave us his cloak, I believe. Uh, underneath which he appeared to be wearing the signet of a different nation. Of Bovalia, I thought. Yep. Um, what would have been about two months ago for us? Like Two months ago would have been just before you met the Bovalian Ravagers. Okay, so... 
just before we met or even the, a little bit more yeah like a couple weeks before that okay so that puts us in like the first time we were in cliff mill not the first time yeah that would have been after you met pelototh um, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was just trying to, I was just trying to situate this generally in the like yeah, when yeah. they gave this person that right, right between like Pelototh and the Ravagers. Okay. So did they say anything to you about why they wanted you to find us? They said you are bad people, that you are causing harm, that you would kill rather than ask any questions, which I must say hasn't happened yet. Yeah, we're asking I'm a lot of questions. Grateful for that. Um, Do we really look like bad people? I know I look great. Burbage and Charity are not bad people, okay? I'm a fucking delight. Also, neither is Orange said you were dangerous, that you're in the way of something, and that he's going to talk him out of it. I don't remember who or why. So it seemed like uh, an okay situation. Maybe some bad people get their comeuppance, and I get Nalawe back. How were you going to get Nalawe back once you had completed this mission? Supposed to return to Vagelter. And meet with, uh, I don't remember his name. He's at the Throb. The what? The th I'm sorry, did you say the Throb? The Throb is a, is a, like a, a club. Yeah, we all know what a Throb is. Throb Thanks. A, it's a club for the sort of some of the aristocrats um Blackwood family you're not making this any better no sorry we, yeah it gets less subtle <laughs> it gets it less subtle the farther west we go dear god um and how would y who were you meeting you seem to have trouble with his name yeah I, I, I could almost picture his face. I, I think it was that drow fella that that was just here. Um, I can't remember his name. I think he's a member of the Blackwood family, but... Is Blackwood family ringing any bells for charity? Yeah. You... I th you met... You met a couple people that hid you in their inn. Yes. Uh... Who, who were you vampires? Were vampires. <laughs> yeah. Um. Neat. Yeah, they. It was they were very run nice. by vampires, yeah. and, and yeah, it was the Blackwood Inn. They hid us yeah. in a secret room. It was when we were, it was when we were trying to get Burbage back. Yeah, the trial the of Burbage camp. And we tried to get Burbage back. God damn vampires showing up whenever Burbage disappears. Fucking Twilight bullshit. Um. So this okay, that's about all I know. I so so, how 
were you going to have this person who you can only hazily remember? Which, just as a note, that should sort of be a red flag that goes up in your mind around a person when you can only vaguely remember them despite having been very threatened by them multiple times. I don't think you're going to rem- forget what I look like for a long time. True. So, how were you going to let him know to come talk to you? I was just going to march up to the throb and bang on the door until someone talked to me. So, from your yeah, that understanding, like a good plan. from right. your understanding, the people there would be able to put you in contact with him, or he would be there already. I, I assume so. Uh, we, we didn't make plans. I, we had no timetable for what was going on. So, I think they've done this with other people who are looking for you as well. I just happen to be lucky enough to find you. One, reconsider your definition of the word luck. Two, they'd abducted your family. What the hell were you doing on a timeline? They had enough time to give you clear instructions. A note? They gave you a magical note to let you come get us. They could have given you a similar note for, hey, I I suppose I could write to them. It seems to be uh, something I can write and then it shows up on another piece of paper. Seems to be something like that. So I I could probably just contact them like that. That's, do you, give, give it. Do, do you? Okay. Give it. Uh, she reaches slowly into her, her breast pocket and pulls out uh, kind of a almost envelope-sized piece of paper. Uh, Charity's going to hand this to Clem. Uh, you want to do your thing where you find out exactly what kind of magic this thing is? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, hold on. Uh, yeah, is that something uh, that I can do with uh, uh, the where where RB? Uh, what can I do? Because I could do Artificer's Lore, sure. Where I could roll a history check with double proficiency bonus about magical items. Could do that. Because otherwise, uh, an Arcana check. Yeah, otherwise I could just do an Arcana check. What do you yeah. think is better? Me? Yes, you. Oh, do Arcana. I, I mean, I think that you I th- do either. <laughs> I think that I'm the core saying. of what Charity is requesting, if that helps provide any direction, is what type of enchantments or other spells might be on this, and what is the nature of its function. Does does this halfling woman have That's the right of how this works? <laughs> okay, I will do Arcana. Fifteen? Um, I mean, it's it's far enough along in the... What time is it? <laughs> 7.58? No, son of a bitch. God, Andy. You mean like in the day? Yes, like what about... Have we been traveling a while? Yeah. Do I feel like... It's about six. Okay. Yeah. Uh, just because I'm wondering how much to ration off or use my things anymore. So I would use yeah. Flash of Genius and add another five to make it a 20, just for funsies. Okay. All right, with a 20. This seems you important, rolled, so. You, you rolled Arcana? Was that the one or the history one? Okay. Uh, Arcana is, yeah, you you get a, a uh, you get a couple schools kind of combined divination with transmutation. 
Um, and it, it, you know, you just kind of, you have a theory and you test it out a little bit. Uh, and you just sort of make very carefully a mark, just a little bit on the paper. Um, and the ink just immediately like sinks into the paper and disappears. You have, you have a feeling that this is a, you've heard of such an, an object before, uh, a two-way paper in which two pieces of paper share the same sort of ink and can I'm write on I'm definitely each other. going to write the word butts. Butts, okay. You write butts on the paper. It sinks in. And then I'll relay everything you told me to charity. You get a message back. It just says, what are you doing? And then I'm just going to write, oh, sorry, I thought this was a different piece of paper. You um, just wrong numbers the bad guys. Sinks in. A little bit a second New paper or two later. You get a message. This is an official Goholian piece of paper. Please do not write butts on it. Um Charity is going to as this so Clem has been explaining what's what this paper is, yes. and as Charity looks at this, this is an object that is essentially inherently connected to another object. Seems to. Yeah. Does Charity think there is a way that he or Clem could be able to tell where the object that it is connected to is? Might take a little bit of effort, but sure with an artificer lots of things are now possible yeah okay charity's gonna sort of nod and like uh-huh okay okay this is workable this is workable uh anything else relevant to also they're really 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 weak to annoyance like you just wrote the word butts and they're suddenly all up in their fields about this. Good God. Um, turning back to them, do you have any other information generally? Uh, other, you know, pieces of, oh, if I go here, they'll meet me. Or how many people were with them? Things, you know, things like that. Uh, back doors to the political prison. Uh, have you all, by the way, just open question answer the other ones first have you considered that maybe what you need is a revolution just a thought I hope so because that's what you're getting she kind of hangs her head Nalawe thought very similarly to you I am more under the run hide and work it out later sort of camp uh, they How's said that working for you not well but they said I could if I found if I found a wandering man who thinks he's a, a Gaholian officer, that he could help me get in touch if I needed to. Um, Sir Bob, Bobby, Sir Bam, Bon Voyage, is that? Sounds yeah, Sir maybe... Bobby Bon Voyage. We've uh, I've heard bon of him. Voyage. I might be able to, he might be able to help me. 
Yeah, that's what I was told. To hey, question. Weren't you supposed to get like everybody? So your, your loved ones still in danger, right? Because you didn't get these two uh, over here. The way Wait, I see it, mean they're just going to give you half of Malawi back. Yeah, I which was... part do you think? Or do you think they're going to like vivisect, or are they going to just cut at the waist? Maybe they'll Don't let you pick. Stop. No, stop. Or it's more of a grab bag to... approach. No, I was only supposed to tell them where where to find you. They're are the ones that fucked up and not. Oh yeah, so these you. bad guys really seem like they're going to stick to the deal as written. And who are you? They didn't even ask for you. Yeah, because I'm a nobody. I admit that. Gnomes. Okay, so tell us everything you know about the Blackwood family and about the royalty of Cohonia. Take your time. Really yeah. dive deep. And yeah, if you could just describe Throb for us yeah, again. Too. Maybe a little bit more in detail. I could use some Do you have a some flyer? adjectives. Don't have a flyer. Throb is uh, a club for for some of the aristocrats in town, and I was just in the entry hall. It's a very well decorated place. There was a red carpet floor. Uh, walls were a dark stone. Um, it's hard for the torchlight, I remember, to penetrate much. Um, the the king of Gahonia is just he's just been the king for a while I don't we don't elect him we don't really know much about him or anything it's just yeah that's how kings work yes sorry I just uh, I, I just I don't like your face and so I feel like I need to just keep kind of poking at it you I understand guess. sure um, the, the family Beckwin is the ruling family in Gohonia, King Beckwin, and no one's seen him in public a lot lately. Um, they, before I left, but started to wonder if he might be getting sick. That was, oh, I, yeah, that was toward the beginning of the war, even. But. Do you want rule by a secretive cabal? Because this is how you get rule by a secretive cabal. Listen, I don't have many options. I don't. We don't have enough money to just uproot our lives and, and travel around. Wait, you said that the King of Cahonia was behind this, like when we first started talking, but then you just said that nobody has seen him in public in a really long time, and I feel like that is then not very clear information, and you just almost sent me to kill the King of Cahonia when he might not be the one behind us, and Burbage would be very upset with you for doing that because he doesn't like it when I kill people who are innocent. Burbage seemed nice. Sort of that, that woman as well. Uh, again, I'm I'm sorry, but are you the though? Blackwood family in in Vagelter is very close with the the king. I, I if 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 officers and guards of Gohuni are involved, I'm pretty sure this goes all the way to the top. Uh, a question: How? traveling by normal means <laughs> I'm also going to say traveling by normal means and idly wave at the like on fire nightmare behind charity about how long would it take to get to Vagelter from here we've been on the road a month or so 
Oh, good. Uh, stopping here and there for, uh, you know, spells, but... Yeah, it would take you a month to travel, I'd say. Char Charity's gonna sort of look back at the nightmare. Also, by the way, do, do you need something to eat, buddy? Grain? Oats? The souls of small animals? It's sort of, like, looks at you, kind of looks around, nipples on the snow a little bit, spits it out. B biscuit? <laughs> Carton. And I go. totally forgot that we had a giant nightmare horse. <laughs> I was like, who the fuck is Galway talking to? <laughs> nightmare behind him. Yeah. No, no, literally. The nightmare behind literally. me. Um... We, we have kind of managed to pull off the... We are getting very close to, like, the four horsemen of the apocalypse here. It's like, I can literally ride in on a flaming horse now. How fast can your flaming horse go? Can it, like, portal between dimensions with us all on its back? There's only three of us and two of you. Yes, actually. Small. Pretty sure that that's what uh, he was doing earlier. I don't know that that makes him go faster, per se. I think it just sort of affects which plane of reality he's in at the time. We'll deal more with that later. Uh... Any other, I don't know, uh, gonna sort of look at the elf, uh, fiddler who had stepped forward. Any insights from you? Any color how you want to add to this? How do you get into the palace? Like, can we tell them we're there for a tour group? I'm not from Vagelter. Uh... That, that question was uh, directed to oh. the first part. Sorry, I had asked you a question. She just sort of, whoop. I've never been in the palace. I don't know how to get into the castle. It's large walls, guarded gates. Do they do tours? No. Who does tours of a castle? A you lot can just of people. Sneak in and steal stuff. Or murder the king. Well, no, they're like guided tours. They don't just let you wander around. You're under supervision. Oh, okay. No, it doesn't happen in Vagelter, no. <sighs> Useless. Sorry. Okay, yes, now, back back to you. Sorry, thank you for uh, your patience. Uh, any other sort of color on this? Uh, you, you're not from Vagelter, but you seem to know about the disappearance, etc. Any color you'd like to add to this? Well, Brennan just sort of confided in me. Um, but that's, I, I promise you, what she's saying is true. This, these are horrible times, and honestly, just being on the road, away from cities and towns. We heard a, a rumor about just the world catching on fire. So, none yeah. of this. Yeah, yeah, we we've seen a little bit of that, a little bit on the horizon. A lot of burning. Seems not great. Okay. I'd like to head into Bovalia, personally. Um, there's a town there. Nice place, I think. Which is? Uh, Cliff Mill is, seems like a nice place. It's on the water. It's oh. a small town. Quite familiar with, yes. The mayor's a very pleasant woman. Oh, well, that's nice. Oh, incidentally, so 
I'm sure uh, everyone there will really enjoy if the first thing that you do is tell them the story of this encounter uh, and what you all did. I think that that will be really good listening in the evening in the tavern. See, the way you say that makes me sense that it would not go very well for us. You're more insightful about people's intentions than she was, apparently. Yeah, no, it probably wouldn't be great, although the security forces wouldn't actually let them dismember you. Uh, probably. Remembers that at this point, Charity will actually pause, remember at this point that Aideen is in charge of the security forces. Uh, don't do that. Just, I wouldn't, I just wouldn't. Uh, yeah, just, no just. You're clear of Cliff now. Oh, no, it's a lovely place. Right. Well defended. So anyway, listen, um, is there anything else you need from us, or can we get going? Uh, I mean, I think we should take you with us to Vulgaria? Yep, Vulgaria, that's it. I don't think I wrote down what it's called. Vagelter, W-A-G-E-L... T-E-R. And the R on the end. So, I mean, I do need to return there. I could travel with you if you'd like. Um, if you trust me. I'm not entirely trusting of you, yet. Oh, we don't really trust you either, so cool. This isn't like a trust-building exercise or like a relationship where we have to trust each other. Like, sure. you're you're like kind of hostages almost, not like like equal trusting people. My, my friends were going to continue on. I was only going to go alone with you. CK, why are you with these people? Oh, we found each other on the road, not too far away. Uh, That's not an answer. I've been with them a couple weeks. Listen, in my travels, I was looking for these giant goat fellows here, which they're lovely, aren't they? Giant goats. I mean, that sounds really fucking cool. It'd be a great addition. Um, I was was trying to find these fellows here, um, and I just sort of got myself caught up in all of this. Are they Uh, food for the elbows? No. No, they'll be friends with the elbows. Okay. It'll be lovely. The Albers, uh have taken to uh, eating poachers, which is That's good. a delight, a delightful turn uh, on the reservation. So. That's awesome. My babies are so strong and smart. They've grown quite a lot since you've seen them, yes. Um, so... I, I, I need to return back around Federo myself eventually um, have you sort of looked uh, west from the peaks of any mountain how long have you been gone from Federo oh a long time I don't live there but uh, the reservation is is uh, might ways west of Federo uh, into, into into some lovely lush green areas um, but I haven't been to Federo Probably in about five or six months. 
Do I, I get it getting cold? I don't like the cold in a desert setting. It's unnatural. It feels weird. Do I get the sense that um, <clears throat> the line of fire that we saw would be visible from pretty much anywhere, assuming you had enough height? Uh, enough height, yeah. So if they've been in the mountains a couple weeks, Church is gonna be like, maybe they didn't. Come, come here, come here, come here, come here for a second. Come here. Yes, yes. I forget what uh, type of creature is CA. A dwarf. Yeah. I'm just gonna be like, okay, here we go, and I'm just gonna sort of hold on to him and fly up. <laughs> and I'm just gonna point him towards the southwest once we get enough height. Yeah. You could warn a warn a dwarf before you pick him up like that. Uh, see a problem with southwest as a direction? I'm so sorry. My eyes not what they used to be. And he kind of takes a, a few spectacles and puts them on and sort of adjusts the lenses. Are you wearing oh, a my. jeweler's loop? That's for oh, close my. vision. <laughs> this is oh these I can see far away. And you sort of look into his eyes, and they're really tiny. <laughs> um, my my, though, this that's not good. Is that just a line of fire? Is that a volcano? These were more or less the thoughts that I'd been having. Yes, and and you would agree with my general assessment that that would be Federoish, right? Yes, sort of. Southish, west, west, southwestish, yeah. Oh my! All right, back down we go. <laughs> I quite enjoyed that. Hmm. Those were sounds of enjoyment. Yes. That was Rachel asking. <laughs> <laughs> so. <clears throat> To sum up what we've found so far. Yes. You sold us out to a group of bounty hunters or associates of the kings or nobles of Gaholnia in an attempt to get back your partner, who they had previously kidnapped because of her statements about uh, the king of Gaholnia kind of being a murderous kidnapping asshole. Self-fulfilling yeah, prophecy. She's so disappointed in you for doing what they wanted and helping them. That is a fair point, yes. Uh... She snaps her fingers in the air, uh, and Nalawe appears kind of next to her. Oh, good, Darlene, you have your fake Nalawe to comfort you. Darling, do you find my actions reprehensible? No, they seem okay to me. Hey, so that's uh, pretty fucking disgusting. You know, you get that, right? That's. You just, I, I get that you miss your partner, myself. but you're literally putting words in their mouth and like. And... I don't need to justify myself to you. So, I mean, you but no, you do kind of do, do actually. But, so yeah. I'm going to say this. So, Cherry's going to be like, so do you need to justify yourself to her? And incidentally, as I do this, um, I'm going to start the uh, third crystal of recording that doesn't have anything on it going. I do. Nalawe needs to. She backs me up in all things, and especially to save her life. I think she'd be fine. So you're comfortable with telling your 
having the illusion of your partner say that you're justified in helping an oppressive regime with their goals because they happen to have her instead of considering your actions whether I'm an illusion or not doesn't change my mind it's not your mind it's just her talking to her. okay have you, you know what I've actually got insane that you don't realize that this isn't your partner this is your brain you're that basically is... masturbating that is my partner and as far as she looks like it her and she talks like her and she helps me get through this all right so So there. So, if we are done, if I'm traveling with you as a hostage or a friend, whatever, let's all get going. We can separate tonight. My friends don't have to be around dangerous people like this, and I think it would be beneficial for all. How frequently is Hollow Nalawe out? Well, Galen didn't know she was an illusion, so she's always out. If I can concentrate. Galen, is it cold? Uh, yeah, it's cold, yeah. Alright, so that's like, what, 50-50 chance? Um... I mean, I've been colder, but... 40-60. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I, I... Look... You were thinking about going to Cliff Mill anyway, right? You're pretty sure that Nalawe is in the prison with our friends, right? That's true, yes. That's true, yes. I need just, to go there. Just just watch the mic leave, <laughs> mic come back. So from what we've established in our interaction so far far i think it should be fair <laughs> podcast has no idea what's going on all right i think we're good now please continue okay <clears throat> from all of our interactions so far i think you can at least accept that we're not uh likely to hold anything against the political prisoners of the oppressive regime of Koholnia, yes? We'd probably be more interested in freeing those people. Sure, that's fine. Um, so proposal... There. So proposal... Yes. In your heart of hearts, I understand why you did what you did, but how likely is it, do you think that they're actually going to give Nalawe back to you as opposed to giving you one more task to complete before they let her out. I'm certain they're going to give her back because I can't go on if they don't. Stop. But can you not go on if they don't give her back? Or can you not go on if you don't get her back? There's a difference here, and it, 
holding aside the source of getting the law way back, how likely do you actually think it is that these people who are blackmailing you and extorting you by controlling your loved ones, who are kidnapping my loved ones, are actually going to give her back? Are you asking me to bet on the entirety of the Goholnian aristocracy or three weirdos I met on the road? Is that my choice? Do I have to put all my faith in getting my loved one back between those two things? I'm sorry. You could like get some fucking agency and try to get your loved one back yourself. I am. This is exactly You're what not. I'm doing. You're betting I'm on these really bad people to do the right thing, and that's just fucking ridiculous. You're also trying to bet on a bunch of people who have done, so far as you are able to tell, nothing but hurt the loved ones of people like you or trusting people who are about to go do something very difficult in order to get their own loved ones back they have no reason to help you they don't care about you they don't know who you are they don't remember they don't care they don't know you'll probably get there and even if they had any inclination to give her back they won't remember that Nalawe is the person they took from you you don't exist to them I on the other hand don't think that she should be in that prison for saying some things that sound true I don't think my family should be in that prison because we're trying to stop the world from being consumed in flame. I don't think most of the people who are being locked up, given the reasons that your own Nalawe was commenting on for people getting locked up, deserve to be in there, so I will get them out. Also, if you're going to pick three weirdos, I was lifting you with my mind. Yeah, no, we just killed like a god. So, I mean, we're That's my horse! <laughs> Points at the nightmare. I know that... Look, I'm, I'm small, I get it. But, like, this is a powerful group. I'm just saying. Why are you with them? Well, well that's, a, that's a question, huh? I started as a guide, because they seemed nice. And... I, uh, I, I led them along and they paid me in things and then they needed some more help and some more guidance and they did that and then I kind of grew to like them and then you helped steal away two of them and so now I feel kind of obligated to go and get those two ones especially that little prick I gotta I, I can't I can't just let him be taken away so yeah, I'm kind of stuck here. I hadn't really planned on leaving, thanks. But, uh, now I gotta. Well, maybe on our month's journey to Ogelter together, I'll grow to learn and trust you as much as... Is it Clem? Did I hear that right? Orange. Orange. Pretty sure someone called her Clem earlier, but nobody did that. Yeah. Okay. 
You know, it's a, it's a language difference. I get it. Okay. Orange. You can so, call me Clem. It's fine. I'll find out your real name and call you that. Whatever that is. And are you it's sure we haven't met? I, I just get this sense that I've... It's just weird. Sorry. I mean, what about me is familiar to you? Have you ever been to Vagelter? Have I ever been to Vagelter? Yes. <laughs> yes. That's where I all have... your business. Yeah. That's what? That's where all your business went down. I uh, don't particularly desire to go back there or talk about my time there, but I've been there. Sure. Interesting. Maybe we just met in passing sometime. Um, I hope, because if you met me in any other capacity, I'm going to trust you a lot less than I do now. Okay. It's an odd way to phrase that. I'm an well, odd person. If you don't mind, let my friends go. Mr. Whistler, you've been a delight uh, on our journeys, but you perhaps go your own way as well. Or come with us. Whatever you want. Okay. Everybody here. Just take a break. Maybe grab a ration. Just hang out. Again, remember the first principles of this conversation, particularly the Stormbringer wants to hurt you and you are flammable parts. If you get any itch to do anything funny that I would not appreciate. <clears throat> Seagay, about that help, good friend. Oh, yes, love the help. I'm good with that. You made mention of having uh, fun ways of getting around and transporting. Oh, so I have, I have various teleportation circles built around that I have access to. Uh, if I remember the, the correct runes, I could uh, take us to one of those. Any of those closer to Vagelter? There's one about just a week's worth, maybe two north of Vagelter. It's much, much closer. That's better, yes. Get you, get you over there. And it doesn't, like, I don't know, lead us to someplace absolutely terrible, like the middle of a nice flow or anything like that? Oh, no. No, I shouldn't think so. Unless it's changed drastically <laughs> since I've used it last. When was that again? Because uh, I remember, uh, yes. remember about 15 minutes ago I flew you up in the air and I showed you all the fire? True, it's not that... Yeah, it's not quite that far west. It's very south of here-ish. Um... 40 years ago, I'd say, was the last time I was there. Maybe 37. What? It's more years than I've been alive. Oh dear, you are young. Yeah. Dwarves are barely done teething <laughs> at your age, I, I would bet. Well, I'm not a dwarf, so, right, so I'm tall. Well, you're very tall, yeah. Any thoughts about Vagelter, the situation they're in, uh, contacts that you might have in the city, etc.? Well, I do have a bug man in the city who, who points me towards very, very fantastic bugs. Uh, but other than that, I try to stare at politics altogether. 
So, but but you might be willing to help us out with the teleportation bit. Sure, I sure could. I I need to take these fellows back in that that way. Anyway, I could teleport you there and wait a few days and teleport kind of over by Federo itself. Yes, that would probably work. You're gonna want to be careful with the teleporting near Federo. Um, lots of stuff has been going on. The city is closed. Uh, fire. Uh, it's, it's a it's a bad time right now, honestly. Sure, sure. Just wouldn't want uh, the you or the goats to get harmed. Good goats. It makes sense. Good. Charity, the Stormbringer. You just you look you look older, older than you should. You look tired a bit. You look harder, pointy in places. Does that make sense? Charity's just going to sort of tap the point of his remaining horn. Uh huh. I feel I'm. I, I, I should say something that uh, you just. Yes, you seem to have. Your eyes seem to be much older than the rest of you. Does that make sense? Like you've seen too much. Charity's going to sort of reach down to his hip where uh, Vimeris's mask is. Yes, it does. Is that the mask of that fine drow fellow? He was... Yes. We had many conversations about animals last time we met. Yes, you did. Uh, I sense that that is painful. So, so yes, I can help in any way I can. Uh, if you want to ride my goat to feel better, that would help. Then you're more than welcome. I want to ride your goats. Oh, feel free. Uh, I, I would start with the the one with a little bit of bluish hue in his in his uh, fur, <laughs> his hair, his goat hair. How did you talk the goats into joining you? Oh, I fed them a bit. Uh, is, I found them uh, in a mine shaft. The, they're having a hard time finding their way out. Uh, they were uh, living off mushrooms for a long time, it seems. But I, I found them and uh, pulled them out. Oh, so they, like, owe you their lives, so they've, like, pledged loyalty to you because of that? Oh, I don't know all, all about that. <laughs> Goat society is very, very complicated, you see. Uh, we're just friends for now. Uh, I've given them a, a place to stay at my reservation if they choose, um, but they did, they did say they want to see it first, so <laughs> I'm taking them there. That makes sense. Makes yes. sense. Uh, one other question... Do you have uh, any creatures uh, within your reservation or that you keep elsewhere, but that you could get access to uh, that are uh, perhaps uh, difficult to, say, exercise or keep entertained because their primary method of exercise and entertainment is uh, slaughtering the ever-loving existence out of everything they see in front of them? That I could maybe borrow from you for just like two weeks. 
I don't have much like that on the reservation. That would be dangerous for everyone concerned. Fair, fair. So, yeah. I could keep an eye out. You're 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 a good friend, CK. I okay. we're currently working for you to be able to have a conversation with Vermeris again in the future. You were the only Excellent. one who had a, a lot of be, luck with that. That would be lovely, yes. So, so yes, uh, I hope anywhere I can. If you need me to teleport you, we could go as soon as tonight, if you want. Or should we rest first? Uh, I think perhaps rest first. Um, thank you. Gonna pivot back to the other group. Sorry, hope you enjoyed your snack. That's fine, Galen has been cooking some fish on the fire, so it was lovely. As far as I'm concerned, all of you are free to go. I would not Brennan. suggest to you that Cliff Mill is a safe place. It is a lively community. There's lots of travelers there. There's lots of entertainments I think you could do quite well as a performing group um, if that seems to be a thing you do. So that 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 I think would actually be a relatively safe place for you to go. It's a safe journey from here. And as you've pointed out, it is a port town. So if you wish to move on, it's relatively easy to do so from there at some point in the future. Charity's going to um, message Cantrip Stormbringer at this point. Okay, Stormbringer. I need you. I need you. I really need you to not reply out loud to me, but to use the function of the sigil you are wearing. Can you do that for me? Message can't trip charity. Yeah, I can just whisper. <laughs> give us another Sign sec. Stormbringer. Just, just give us another sec. Oh, sure, love. We're gonna wander away. Uh, Nightmare, could you just sort of produce a, I don't know, sounds on the other side of us? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and, and Char <laughs> Charity's gonna bring Clem over as well. Just sort of huddle together. So do we actually want to take Brennan with us? I thought we were going to use Brennan as a hostage. They don't give a shit if she lives or dies. They don't know who the fuck she is. She's not a hostage. Hostages are so people that you can threaten to... just kill her? Wow, you just jump right. It's it's really just hostages, torture, or murder with you. Look, Burbage is my conscience, and he's gone, so I'm trying to figure it out on my own, and maybe sometimes I'm not very good at it. Hold, hold on. Hold on. Out of everyone in the family, or our close associates, Burbage fucking Kemp is your conscience? Yeah, I was a hired so killer, and I'm a better choice. The Maris <laughs> was a better choice. Well, the Maris is an ice cube, and Burbage is just imagine what he would say or not say. Imagine what he would awkwardly grunt. 
Garbage is response spends a lot of time in my bag. Doesn't like it when I just murdered people sometimes. Dawn Protector is a better choice! Dawn Protector is too large to fit in my bag, Charity. Clem is a better choice! I think Clem might have too much stuff on her to fit in my bag. The Owl Bears are a better choice! No, because didn't you hear CK? They're getting big now. What? Can I just ask really quickly, why does your conscience need to fit in your bag? Oh, so it can talk to me. I'm talking to you right now. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, all the time. Well, thank fuck it rule Takari out. <sighs> so I'm not really sure what to do about this, Brennan, because it feels weird to just let them go. Yeah, I think we should probably kill them. It also feels weird to just kill him. You almost got me there, but not quite. But like, I don't know, could they be useful? Not as like a hostage, but also maybe they could have a chance to redeem themselves as we go and rescue all of our our people. So, Andy, I think this is where charity would fall and feel free to correct me. Like, I just, I'm going to say something and sort of do it just in active role play. And if there's something that seems like it's a really wrong jump for charity to have gone to, I don't mean factually wrong, but just in what I've seen. Yeah. You've seen Brennan's eyes. You've seen, you've heard what Brennan has described. You've witnessed Brennan's interaction with that illusion. She doesn't want redemption. She doesn't know right from wrong anymore. The only thing she can feel is the absence of this person that has mattered to her, and she will burn everything down a thousand times over if she thinks in any way, shape, or form it gets her closer to her partner. She'll sell us out at the first inkling that it would be useful. Not saying we killed her. Just can't no, it really sounds like you're making the argument to kill her. It kind of does, actually. I'm <laughs> saying we take away her ability to communicate. The envelope you're will so be useful. You want to cut out dog? her voice box? Jeez. First, if I wanted her voice box cut out, I would not ask anyone else to do it. Second... What I was proposing was we take away her long-distance communication, we take the envelope with us, that way we can potentially use it. Occasionally you can scrawl butts in it to mess with the Gaholnians. That should get at least half of them dead from exhaustion by the time we get there, because apparently they just pass the fuck out if they're annoyed. We send her to Cliff Mill. Aideen can keep an eye on her, the Goliaths can keep an eye on her. We should send somebody that you just outlined all the reasons why we can't trust them to the place where we're having all of our really important, meaningful people and allies gather. Fair. I mean, to be fair, Aideen will also probably just shoot her within a day. But then why can't I just kill her? If it happens there, it doesn't disquiet Clem. 
Look, I spent a long time working in a criminal organization. You can absolutely pass the buck on murder. I... I don't really wish to harm her. I don't really wish to take her with us. She's planning on going to the Gelter with or without us, so... Yeah, that's my concern, is that I agree that, that she'd sell us out in, like, a second. But, like, what's to stop her from just trying to also travel there herself and just sell us out, you know, a little bit later? You do, I mean, again, you do think if she travels by foot, it would be a month at least before she could get there. Yeah, but people are crafty. Not untrue. So how do we not bring her with us so she can't stab us in the back, but also not leave her alone so she can't stab us in the back, but also not murder her because she is also a victim in this? Oh, actually... Charity will sort of uh, be like, ah, uh, not murder. No, sir. Yeah, no, I think I have something that checks all the boxes, actually. <clears throat> it's. Trying to think of uh, where your ethical system, Stormbringer, would fall on this. Uh, drunk, drunk. Cute boy, drunk. Yeah, no, that that feels like that 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 feels like that ethical divination comes out okay with this. Uh, it's like casting oracle bones to figure out, you know, Burbage's <laughs> ethical take on things. I think that I have a way that I can satisfy these conditions. What if she was with us, but not? And what if the not meant that she couldn't really communicate with other people, etc., do these kinds of stabbing us in the back things that we're worried about? But she wouldn't be being harmed. I don't have the kind of equipment to put somebody in a medically induced coma. Not needed, but good to know that if you had the equipment, that's an option. Oh yeah, of course. Okay. Uh, oh, wait, so what's the, the... What are you thinking, then? Well, I learned so many things about space and time and undeath with the whole Formidian thing. I'm thinking I can just sort of tear open an alternate plane of reality and sort of stuff her in there and then lock the door and Is not let her back food? out until I want to. Is, is there food, or would we have to feed We would need her? to prepare some food for her. Just feed her every day? Like a pet? I was just thinking we'd, we'd chuck a couple of weeks of dried rations in there. Maybe a couple of books. Not an important book. Not the How important book. better than killing her? So you remember the realization that you recently came to that death is, in fact, a thing? Yeah. Yeah. She's not that. So 
she can be Nalawe's problem to deal with when we free Nalawe because oh, Nalawe. We're going to give her back to Nalawe. We're not just going to keep her there forever. Correct, correct. Nalawe sounds like a. And then our parents will be like, this is why we said you're going to have pets, but she's dead, so. <laughs> I'm not proposing to keep her as a pet, to be clear. But also, would she go insane being in there for like a month? Go insane? <laughs> More so? Charity's gonna sort of lean around the nightmare. She's playing footsie with an intangible illusion. What do you want? She's playing footsie with an intangible illusion who has meta awareness of the fact that she is an illusion but doesn't matter. <laughs> That ship sailed, and sank, and got brought back up to the surface, and sank again. That sounds like a bad salvage crew. Their solution was to make a programmed illusion! <laughs> I kind of think we should keep have her go with us, because I want to see how she knows Orange. That's also fair. Music we... start in the background. Light thumping, some violins. The Could we maybe break. travel with her until we get close to the city? And then we uh, put her in the dimension thing when we get to the city. But we gotta tie her up at night because she's a hostage. I have a thing. I could just make like a rock watcher or something. What? I could, I could, like, I could just animate a rock. And make oh, it I thought you meant just like know. paint a face on a rock and sit no, it pointed at her, which it, would be gotta, disquieting. I, I got a thing I could do. I could, if oh, we want okay. to, yeah. I could make like, I could make like a pebble or, a, or, or some, uh, I don't know, a bird's nest watcher. And if she tries to leave, it will break her kneecaps. Sure. Okay. It's a good thing. All right, so a couple of magical things uh, appear to have solved our course. Uh, we travel with her for a bit. I say we do take Seagay up on the teleportation thing, though I do want to have maybe one more interaction with him to see about how sure he is on the whole runic sequence so that he doesn't send us to fuck knows where. Yeah, where is he sending us? He said uh, just a couple of weeks north of uh, the fuck out there. Neat, good, great. So teleportation circle maybe say seven to ten days of travel stuff brennan in the box what's in the box brennan's in the box don't worry about that until later Wait, is it a box uh, it's a metaphor At this, uh, Dawn Protector's kind of wandering over to you. Oh, shit, I forgot you existed, outside of the fact that you would be a much better conscience. Oh. Um, I think I'm going to just, it sounds like you're making some plans. I'm just letting you know, I'm going to stay here tonight, get a few things. Uh, looks like whoever, you know, when they left, they left in a hurry. Um. And then I'm going to try to catch up with the group in Cliffman. That would be good, yes. So. Um, 
Stormbringer, do you want to spend the night uh, in our, in the chief's um, just you know the um, the house where there's a bed? Yeah, beds are nice. Beds are beds are nice. Yes. That sounds good. Yes, beds are nice. Okay, so I'm gonna finish up some fish over by the fire. I do. That's stupid. Dawn Protector, why'd you do that? And she walks away. What? She's... See, what's... I don't know what's going on with Dawn Protector. I think she likes you. Oh. Yeah, I like her too. Yeah, I think she was implying that maybe you share the bed in the house, and maybe that's why beds are nice. Oh... You know how Brennan has the creepy hologram of their partner? And that's weird? That is weird, yeah. Yeah, Dawn Protector wants to do that with you, but not with the creepy hologram, but with you as a person. Dawn Protector wants me to make me into a hologram? No, no, I just said not like that. Dawn Protector wants to make me say the things she wants me to say? No, she wants to do ya. Oh, I should go find Dawn Protector. Yeah. This is a good plan. Okay, I'm gonna go find Dawn Protector. Okay. As you wander away, Charity's gonna look down. It's gonna be good to have you along for this, Clem. If you can't be her conscience, at least you can be her common sense. Oh, that sounds like a tall order. <laughs> it's a... Oh, that wasn't a height joke. Sorry, I spend a lot of time with Stormbringer. <laughs> All right, so what's the plan? Are you, do you want to rest up here tonight? Do you I want think to take CK Whistler up on... Rest tonight, uh, take up the teleportation circle, and then travel with Brennan okay. for the first leg of the journey, at least. Okay. Uh, and Stormbringer, yeah, you see uh, Dawn Protector heading to the chief's house um, that you're quite familiar with. If you want to follow. To yeah, I'll follow her. Oh, also 100% Charity still has the magic letter thing that communicates and sure. will definitely be going through Brennan's bags to, like, with even her approval, because she said that we could see the drawings that we had, make sure she doesn't have any other magic letters, etc. Sure. Excellent. Yeah. Good. And Clem, how would you spend the evening? Probably, <laughs> that's a big question. Uh, probably since we're going to be leaving all the other new people, just finding out information and things from them and talking to them, listening to music, talking to Tsige about uh, all the different kinds of animals and other things, just kind of, you know, being friendly with the people that aren't at fault here for just existing. Lovely. Yeah. Um... The other thing that I would do is, before we left, Charity would ask Clem uh, if tonight... Uh, I assume there's still, like, lots of stuff in the village? Uh, yeah, uh, there's some rations left behind. Not, uh, like, tons of useful items, but just, like, yeah. containers, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Uh, Charity would bring Clem, like, a small box or something, like, sealed completely non-see-through. Like, could you find something... And put it inside this. 
It can be yours. It can be something you find in the village. Uh, and don't tell anyone what that is, including me. Do I just keep it in my bags then? Uh, no, uh, come see me in uh, just a little bit and I'll have a place for you to put it. Yeah, all right. Uh, and I'm going to ask Seagay uh, to do the same thing. Oh, yes, sure. Right. And I'll like bring him just again a small box that I found. Oh, fair enough. Cool. Yeah, so uh, can I search around? Uh, also, like, you know, after I'm done talking with people and stuff like that, can I search around for... Uh, I would try and find something weird. Something weird? Uh, yeah, so so your mind immediately goes to that shop with all the very weird things. Uh, so you immediately kind of go over there. Um, that building, though, was burned down entirely. Um... And you see a bunch of burned books and scrolls and odd knickknacks and half-burned carpets and, like, nothing in here appears salvageable, but give me an investigation check. Now 20 for a 29! It's nighttime. You should flash of genius it just to get to the 34. Do you want to <laughs> right, do I'm going to go to bed, right? So, yeah, 34. Let's do it. Oh, my gosh. Give me something good and weird. Well, you find three up. decks of many things. Yeah. <laughs> I always roll high on the weirdest things. Never on, like, important things, but always on weird things. So, um... So you're kind of moving stuff and you're you're sort of looking through stuff. Uh, you kind of push aside a bunch of ash uh, and and the ash kind of dips onto the snow and then the snow falls through the ground, it seems. And that was kind of weird because you didn't hear it like land. So you kind of take a book and kind of toss it in this little hole that you see and then you, you kind of hear it rustle in pages and stuff and then the sound disappears before you hear it land. And you kind of notice and you, you make more room here. And the hole is only about like that big. But you take an edge of it and lift it up off the ground. Yes. You have found a portable hole. Okay, but what if I just want to keep this now? Oh, you totally can. <laughs> Yeah. Jerry didn't ask for a magical item or anything. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Uh, all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna add that to my uh, my inventory. And um, as you're kind of like, oh man, you're really proud of this. Now you're really looking for anything else more valuable. Um, you do see a a, a small leather uh pouch, um, that actually doesn't look like it's been burned at all you kind of lift it up and dust it off a little bit it looks perfectly fine um do you want to look inside can i make like an arcana check on it first sure Whoop. 14 okay 14 uh with a 14 you you kind of hear a little bit of a jingle 
Um, nothing about the bag really does seem magical, which is weird. Um, maybe what's inside it is giving it some extra properties. Um, but yeah, you're not sure really without investigating further. Yeah, fuck it. I'll open it up. All right. You see uh, what looks to be... It's a bag five, of many things. <laughs> five kind of large copper coins. Uh, they have a symbol of an oak tree on one side. Uh, and then kind of a cloudless sun sky on the other. Can I make a, a history check on them or something to know if I know what they are? Or... Sure. Yeah, go for it. Can I use my double proficiency since it's a magical item? Yes. So that's also plus eight. Because my proficiency bonus is four, and I'm not so proficient 20, in history. 21. Uh, with the 21, they are coins of the forest. And I put that in your uh, bag as well. Let you peruse that at your own leisure. Um, yeah, uh, other than that, you're kind of going through people's houses. Uh, you... You don't find a lot of, like, family heirlooms or anything left behind. Do I find any, like, Goliath lingerie or anything? Or... Uh, yes, you do see what could be lingerie. Um, there's basically just sort of, uh, like, horse leather straps uh, that kind of affix themselves in an in a odd way, circular. You might be able to slip it on if you were much, much bigger. Did you say there were five coins? Yes. Damn! <laughs> this shit's cool! Okay, sorry. You rolled a 34? I did. <laughs> you were... I, I can plant you... giant non-magical oak trees. <laughs> nice. I'm gonna use this for things. Terrible things. Uh, and then, yeah, you don't find much else other than the sort of strappy... So Charity specified something from here or something of mine, right? Yep. It just has to be something that nobody else knows what you put in the container. Okay, I'm going to put in... Uh, an eyeball of one of the rocks that we... Oh, okay. That we fought. I love it. I know it doesn't have to be something fancy, but I don't feel like I would put something mundane in there. Yeah. Enjoyable. So yeah, Galway knows this, but Charity doesn't. I, I would also say to, uh, I would have, when I gave the instructions to Sige, it would have been the same thing. Don't let anybody mm -hmm. else know what it is. And I probably also, uh, especially with Sige, would have specified, don't put something alive in there. Like, oh, okay. it yeah, doesn't have to be valuable, and you're giving it to me. So like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right. So then, Stormbringer, um, you follow Dawn Protector into the into the house, um, and she lights a fire uh, in the small chimney. Um, kind of looks around in the pantry to see if there's anything really edible. Uh, there's some root vegetables there that she'll kind of cook up a little bit for the two of you. And yeah. Um, there is only one bed, it seems, in this place. Uh, and she kind of slyly asks about the sleeping situation. Slyly. 
we can sleep together. Clem said you wanted to have sex. Oh, ah, uh, well, I figured we won't see each other for a while. So, yeah, good feels a little sex. weird. Like I just re-met you, but I also feel like we've known each other so long. Uh, been through so much in our in our time together that I don't know it feels comfortable I know I hope you'll be okay and you can take care of the Goliaths and, and then we'll all be okay alright so after you have vegetables the wind blows in the curtains the camera pans away out the window to look at the night stars. Stormbringer has gotten laid so many more times than Burbage. <laughs> I, I, I did on the uh, was it oh uh reaction from Storm or from uh, Dawn Protector really want from like under one of the windows to have you're welcome from Clem. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Uh, it, it's lovely. Uh, she's very sweet, very gentle, and you have a lovely night together. Um, so yeah, that's nice. And yeah, um, so that'll probably do it for this evening. Uh, for for uh, in game, let's take a break and come back and march on toward Vagelter. Was there another thing still tonight? Just before we go to bed. Yes, I'm going to find a tiny little. Um, I'll just start with a rock and I'm going to cast Tiny Servant. Okay. And I'm going to have it... I'm going to be sleeping near Brennan. Like, not in the same room, but, like, near them. And uh, I'm going to tell the the tiny the rock, basically. It's going to sprout little arms and legs. And it's going to stand up and run around in a circle a little bit. And I'm going to tell it, All right, you're going to watch this... Is it also a gnome? What's Brennan? Halfling, I Brennan's believe. Halfling. Yeah. halfling. You're going to watch this halfling? If they do anything other than sleep? Yeah. Her. You're going to let that, me know. Right sure. away. Okay. I can do this. I really like that the tiny servant doesn't have a voice, but it totally does now. It does now. <laughs> That's totally fine. And uh, it lasts for eight hours. Her. You want me to tell you a story? One time I was a rock. That's a great story. Now go do what I said. Okay. So I like that Clem is to minerals what Nero is to plant matter. <laughs> I'm going to, no matter where I am or what I do, I'm going to speak to things. Uh, the only other thing I would say uh, before we went to break, sure. um, just because if we were doing it for this evening is the cutoff for the break. Uh, sure. After Sige uh, and Clem bring charity that sort of two boxes um in a house or like one of the buildings where there is no one around um charity is going to uh charity spent like the couple of hours where uh clem was uh like talking with people finding stuff Gay was doing whatever um playing and replaying the red crystal which was the conversation with his uncle so that that's as burned into 
by memory as I can make it. Mm -hmm. I'm then going to put down in front of me uh, the process avatarana, Mm -hmm. activate the crystal looking at it, and just page through it. Put the crystal away. After they deliver the things, uh, Charity's going to wait for people to sort of leave. Uh, Very carefully has not done anything with, like, touching the items, opening the boxes, etc. I'm going to touch a wall and cast Demiplane, uh, which will be wood inside, and I'm going to place the Process Avatarana and the two items that I do not know the contents of inside it. Um, and then after half an hour, the demi plane will seal. Interesting. I like it. Okay. Okay. I can always connect to my own demi planes. Hmm. Another creature must know the full contents of a demi plane in order to be able to connect to it. Okay. <laughs> I love it. All right. Very, very good. Uh, so yeah, uh, so you settle in, there's plenty of kind of houses around. It seems like the musicians are, are just around the fire still. Uh, they have a few tents that they set up. Um, Bully is still in your pocket. Uh, the nightmare is, is seemingly very warm. There's a bit of steam coming off of him as a light snow begins to fall. Charity's essentially just going to camp near the nightmare. Fair enough. Yeah, it's nice and warm. Um, and yeah. That'll be this evening. So let's uh, take a break right there, and we'll come back. Okay. And by this evening, you mean in-game evening. I'm just like... In-game, in-game. Yeah, okay. yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back in about 10 minutes, everybody. Hang tight. Andy, do you want to tell them what to do? Hey, uh, please manage your fluids. There you go. And remember, exclamation point merch to go check out the amazing McKeck art from Chelsea, as well as the family sigil. See you in, a few, in just a few minutes. Hey, friends, we're back. Welcome to the Goats and Dragons Ranch, where we play Dungeons and Dragons with our horses. Why are we doing this? I don't know. I've lost <laughs> everything. Um, hey everyone, welcome back. So, um, where we left off, uh, the group had a very intense encounter, um, but then uh, had a decent night after that. Uh, seemingly to have a plan to go get um, Burbage and Hakari wherever they may be. Um, and start a revolution. And start a revolution in the capital of Galonia, which is called Vagelter. Bulgaria. And Bulgaria. And yeah, and I think that's where we're going to pick up. So, ladies and gentlemen, um, you wake up in the morning uh, in the same sort that you that you went to bed in um yeah uh and so what would you like to do anything you want to do before you uh is already up uh cooking some breakfast he's got a bunch of bacon um for some reason that he's cooking up over a campfire doling that out but uh, yeah anything uh, uh keep, keeps yours a little floppy stormbringer Good. 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 Uh, I think Charity would probably, uh, with the sort of morning as people are getting settled, um, scrounge to see if there are like travel rations, etc., and just sort of build up a reserve of those. 
uh, sure. as much as possible just sort of yeah yeah you got about uh you got about 20 or so then rations nice yeah from that nice all right uh yeah and as you kind of reconvene um dawn protector uh, kind of walks you over to Seagay Whistler, Stormbringer, and um, Seagay is, is uh, he's cleared out a path uh, on kind of a large stone and right now he's drawing with chalk um, and he's kind of making these runes uh, around the chalk area and it's large enough, he says, if all of you get on the rock, uh, you should be fine. And he can do two two versions of this so if not everyone can fit or if you want to take more people or horses and, or whatever you'd like um he can do that too uh i guess the other thing is charity would uh, ask the nightmare if one the nightmare wants to come with us and two if so does the nightmare have a name it would prefer to be called the nightmare kind of like just shiftily looks around a little bit uh, and then kind of nudges you and walks over to where there's just kind of clean snow from the light falling of the night before. And with his hooves, he starts to kind of carve out a K, an L, an O, and another O. And stamps his foot clue? a couple times. Clue. And I'll just, but like, Clue? Would you like to come with us, Clue? Very good. I'm sure that there will be many souls to harvest. It licks its lips, which is weird for a horse. <laughs> How? Good, Clue. Good. Um, I will also say that uh, this morning coming out... Um, Rachel bought a Makeka notebook as it goes bang. <laughs> um, you make Bonnie go cat happy on Andy's head. Uh, uh, Charity is over his sort of normal silver robes, etc. Uh, is wearing the uh, whatever it is coat of evasion. Mm -hmm. Um, like uh. Yeah, there's, there's going to be a whole lot of shenanigans, I'm sure. So, uh, the three of us, Clue, Brennan, do we want to... We didn't have any other horses, correct? No, Bully is a mount, but... Yeah, but... And also, with only the three of you, that's... And is also a shield. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Or a figurine, so I'm like, I'm not sure he's fully gonna count, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah, that's uh, I think that that's everyone that'd be going, um, right? I can I can take you first, and then uh, uh, me and the goats will follow. Ah, yes, that makes sure sense. everything's fine. Um, insight check, okay, wow, 19. Um, yeah, he seems pretty on the level. Um, he's preoccupied with something this morning. You're not sure what, but nothing harmful, nothing weird. 
He's definitely going to follow us? You believe so, yeah. I mean, also to be fair, as long as he's sending us to the right place, it doesn't really matter if he follows us once we get Hikari back. Pineapples! Is that he's not. Um... I, I don't know. I suppose if this was in my hearing, I would probably also check with this, just to make sure. Sure. Uh, nat 20 oh. for a 27. Yeah, you, uh, you see him nervously eyeing, um, one of the dwarves in, in the band, uh, who kind of smiles at him and winks at him a little bit. Uh, and then you kind of see the old dwarf, uh, Siege Whistler blush just a little bit and, uh, kind of finishes up his runes and, and, uh, looks over to the rest of you. Well, are we ready to depart? And you think that might have been what he's preoccupied with, and you feel confident he's on your side, feeling good about stuff. Okay, but I, like I no do feel like these are him. these are the right runes, etc. I don't think he's like cut a secret deal because you'd be able to tell that he completely believes these are the right runes. <laughs> yeah, he and he doesn't seem to be hiding anything. Yeah, he fully believes it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will also uh, briefly just uh, remind uh, Dawn Protector that if she catches up with the tribe, remember talk to Aideen, let them let her know what's going on, let her know we'll be back as soon as we can, etc. Just to like sort of reiterate, like when you all get to Cliffmill. One, if you find them and they're not going to Cliff Mill, for the love of fuck, make the Goliaths go to Cliff Mill. Two, when you get to Cliff Mill, talk to Missy and Aideen and let them know what's going on. Uh, and just sort of the general thing. And also be like, these people are probably fine, but, you know, if Aideen feels the need to, there's probably no need to hesitate too long with the whole... <laughs> as you kind of finish up that thought uh, you all of a sudden get really distracted because there's a voice in your head <laughs> uh, and it's it's just immediately talking uh, and it's a, a female voice uh, and it says I don't know if you're even alive however um, I have some friends of yours with me and it would be amazing if we could talk, because some very, very bad things are happening. Isn't that right, Grandfather? And that's it. The message. You can reply. You recognize this as the uh, sending uh, sending spell. Do I recognize the voice, the any context for the things that were said outside of, I have friends of yours, which makes it sound like it's right. someone who has Burbage and Hikari. You have no idea. Yeah. You don't recognize the voice. You don't know what they're on about. They seem kind of bored with the message, almost like this is routine. And the message is like, we have some friends of yours. There's some bad things going on. We should talk. We don't know if you're alive or not. Yeah, that thing. Yeah. Hmm. 
Are you going to respond? Uh, I'm thinking about it for a second. Uh, I want to insight check something, and I kind of want to see if, if you're okay with it being something specific. Sure. Given the fact that I would suspect, and I'm I'm okay with saying I suspect these are people who have charity, or not charity, uh, Burbage and Hikari. Okay. There seem to be multiple kidnappings and kind of like, hey, we're going to shake down and pressure some people going on in Gaholnia. And there also seems to be a faction that very specifically has it out for us. <laughs> Given the tone of the voice, the way they're delivering the message, etc., do I think they understand they are speaking to, like, Calorin Charity of the family? Or do I think they're just reading a script of oh hey we've got some new people to process let's see who we can shake down yeah give me an insight check yeah uh 22 and i'll say i don't have time to put guidance on that probably so yeah it's fine cool yeah 22 um yeah you you get the sense you don't feel there's anything malicious in it uh there is a bit of worry in their voice um, and yeah, it, it, it feels a little routine, almost as if they've said this, me you know, you know how, like, if you go to laser tag <laughs> and there's a dude up front right before you go into laser tag, who gives you a spiel, mm -hmm. who just kind of says this, you know, uh, always have, uh, don't point at each other's eyes, blah, 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 both hand, yeah. And you can tell they've said it like 20 times a day for the last like month. That's a little bit of what you feel <laughs> in this situation. Like this is almost a script, but it's like they've just been sending this message over and over and over and over. Um, so you're not exactly sure what to make of that, though you don't feel malice in this at all. You feel concerned. Where should we talk? moment goes by oh shit you are alive uh um uh, we are um uh, and there's like stumbling over and it almost as if she's talking to someone else and then trying to get back on we are uh 60 miles west of Federo currently where are you I'm really tempted to go with, how did you get this number? <laughs> yeah, like, is this like a spam caller? Who, who, who's speaking to me? A couple moments pass. Me, mostly. Grandfather has a bit of input. Who do you have? Who do you have? Or try, who are you? Who do you have? Who are you? Who is your grandfather? This is grandfather. Scritch, scritch, scritch. You're lovely. Hi, uh, I'm with some friends of yours. Um, 
one's named Roburn. Okay. So, going in mind, this is grandfather. Scritch, scritch, scritch. Charity, you're going to. So, people are just going to see, and I'm sorry, podcast, that you can't, you know, get anything. You're going to see. <laughs> I'm with some friends of yours. One of them's Robert. This isn't the mental message that I thought it was. You don't mean you have our friends captive, do you? Moment goes by. No, I don't have your friends captive. They helped us. Uh, there's okay. If you look to the west, there's a giant volcano. Seen it? Yes. We need to talk about this whenever you get a chance. This is my last message of the day. Maybe we can talk tomorrow. And they specified that this was their last message. And they can talk about. Yep. Cherry's just like. You gonna tell you what's going on? This is all in your head, right? <laughs> the visual gag of, of Galway slash Charity figuring out what to say. Love it. Okay, let's start from the simple stuff. The thing to the west is, in fact, a volcano. Yeah, it kind of looked like one. Where? Where are you getting that from? So there was a voice that was sort of talking in my head. That's that's sort of why I was. Uh, you know, saying out loud the questions that I was responding and Clem had the helpful, you know, who are you people? Um, okay. Uh, I assumed we were getting shaken down by the Goholians, you know, who were threatening us because they had Burbage and Hakar. People really need to stop playing the fucking pronoun game. It's really unhelpful in communications. But this was apparently Actually, people who were actually with our friends, not holding our friends. No, no. They are people who apparently, I would guess from the contents of the message, I'm kind of. I'm not trying. There's just a lot to process here. Uh, They seem to also be concerned about the. the 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 volcano and want to talk to us about fixing it so that's a good thing they can't talk to us anymore today presumably because they've exhausted their use of the spell and they've been trying to do this for a while um we have a lot of things on our to-do list though but yeah okay roburn is with them no roburn's dead didn't take but we just learned that death is a thing. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, who's who's Roburn? I was going to ask that as well. Who's Roburn? 
That was Dawn Predictor scene. Well, Roburn's this really amazing woman I met when we were traveling. We were traveling on the boat together and we really bonded and we drank a bunch together. And I was gonna kill, help, do something with her clients because they were really annoying. She was like bodyguards for them and they were stupid elves. And we really bonded over how stupid they were. Hey, Stormbringer's common sense. This is going to be a moment. We really liked each other a lot and we got really close. And they became really great friends. And also she looked like a dragon. She looked like a dragon, Clem. really, really, really bonded and became like sisters even, maybe. No, I don't have sex with my sister, Clem. Oh, you had sex with a yeah. dragon. Well, not Okay, that actually sounds pretty cool. I wouldn't be mad but, at that. Yeah, kind of like a dragon. She was really strong. Um, but also, also, like, she's allowed to have sex with whoever she wants. Don't you get mad. You're not even mad right now, but I'm mad at the thought of you being mad, so... Right, Maybe I'm, you I'm, should just take a couple steps back and not try to control people. And anyway, I kind of loved her. I loved her like I loved you, Dom Protector, and I still love you, but maybe not in the same way. I don't know. But she died. She died when we were fighting this this other charity. There's been a lot of other charities, and then and then and then I now think I forgot too. about her, but but then it got better. Okay. Uh, well, she sounds amazing. Uh, I'm happy you found comfort and love in another as well. Um, yes. Are, are you okay? Of course. <laughs> You're being really quiet. Oh. Well. Now, Dawn Protector, you share somebody else you slept with, and then uh, maybe we'll all just be comfortable. I don't remember all of their names. Um, Not what I had in mind, but it works. Does it? <laughs> need to go back and forth. We'd be here half the morning, I'm sure. So, And we don't have time for that because you have we to catch don't. up to the Goliaths. Um, I do. But it's, it's okay because I love you too. I just maybe, I don't know. Anyway, um... We weren't getting back together anyway. Um, I'm making it worse. <laughs> um, Stormbringer, you're okay. I will see you very soon. CK, how, uh, how are I... the runes working? <laughs> Time is a factor! And I'm very happy for you. Uh, and you should meet up with this person. And it sounds like you, your, your journey ahead is going to be dangerous. Uh, I will... Pray to the stars and our ancestors that you are safe. And that you're safe too. I I'll leave you to it. Uh, and CK, oh, well, that's good timing because I've I've gone ahead and finished the runes. We are ready at any point, if you'd like. You don't think Roburn's like a zombie, do you? Like my dad kind of was? He's more of a ghost. Is Roburn a ghost? They were uh, short on details. Probably because I wasted at least two sendings, castings of the spell sending, with just trying to figure out who the fuck they were. 
Um, but to be fair, that's not really on me. That's really more shitty timing with, we're mm. here with some of your friends. That just sounds inherently threatening when some of my friends just got kidnapped. Like people should lead with who they are, right? You say, message cantrip, and then your message, and you say, sign Stormbringer. Oh my god, I can't believe we've gotten to a place where that makes sense. Oh, this is the worst day of my life. <laughs> Professor's very excited to hear that. Not Friends, the worst day of your life. If it snows again, the rooms are going to be all messed up. We should certainly go soon. Okay. I'm going to go give Dawn Protector a hug before she goes off on her own. I really hope you're safe and keep the Goliath safe too. Of course I will. Okay. She hugs back really hard and tight. Cool. Then I'm good. Right. She turns her back and walks away. And yeah, uh, so do all of you step onto the runes? Onto this large rock? Yep. All right. Yes. CK goes ahead and uh, makes a couple incantations. Uh, and you feel you feel a, a tug of just sort of at your belly button, almost as if your belly button is being stretched all the way out uh, and pulling you and your body follows. And you are sucked through time, uh, through mostly space, a little bit of time. And you come out... <laughs> More space uh, than time. <laughs> you come out on the other side. Uh, uh, it's hard to tell exactly where you are. Um, because uh, there is just a, a crazy amount of, of wind and rain uh, all the way around you. Uh, it's it's whipping up. It's it's hard to get any sort of bearings. Uh, dark dark storm above you, uh, pelting you with rain. A little bit of hail. Um, you feel like you're on the mountainside. There, you're you're next to a cliff at the very least. Um, you're just really disoriented by this whole process. Um, and then the wind picks up even further and further. And I need each of you to make a strength saving throw. Oh, that's my specialty. It's actually my specialty. I got a 24. Okay. I got a 5. I got a 1. Oh, God. Uh, okay. I will, also, I will also say if I... Sorry, I was distracted because I was finishing an order for McKeckart uh, and yeah. thought that something was going to be safe. Don't know why I would have assumed that. Uh, if I feel threat to like I might be swept off something or like I might take harm from my inability to sort of be strong enough um, I will uh, turn myself into an angel Okay, so you can yeah, factor so, that in with whatever's sure. happening yeah, yeah. yeah so you're trying to brace yourself the wind gets worse and worse very very quickly uh, and it actually starts to kind of lift you off the ground um the fog now that has kind of been produced by this mist and rain, uh, as you turn around, you feel 
like there's a pretty sheer drop-off uh, on the other side of this cliff side that you're on. Um, and you also see Clem like starting to to lose any grip of Earth. Um, and the, the bag itself that Clem is carrying kind of lifts her off the ground. Um, so at that point, it sounds like you turn into a an angel. Yeah, so I'll polymorph into angel mode and just sort of catch Clem. Like, oh. Thank, yeah, super, yeah, super easy now that, yeah, you can see Clem really easily. You catch Clem as well. In your angel form, the, the wind, it, you are stabilized for a moment, but it's starting to blow you away from the mountainside. And Stormbringer's just clinging onto the rocks, uh, holding it down. As you're getting a little bit of distance here, uh, you kind of look up and there's lightning and, and thunder crashing around you. And it seems like a tornado itself is is up inside the, the, the cliff here and, and blowing by. Um, that was just really horrible timing uh, as, as this thing is moving uh, a bit away. Stormbringer, you're able to loosen your grip on the ground a little bit here. Uh, and now it's just normal wind and rain and lightning. Uh, and a moment later, an angel holding Clem lands next to you. That was terrifying. And then uh. you hear a pop, 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 And two very large goats are now staring you in the face. Where was Brennan? You look around, you're not exactly sure you see Brennan right now. She was coming Have with us. Have we seen us. Brennan this morning? No, you definitely did. Yeah, she was She was okay. on the on the rock with you. And then you hear a, um, uh, anyone up there? And it's coming kind of from the other side of this ledge. This uh, is going to be a ten foot tall angel sort of peers <laughs> over. Yep, you see Brennan clinging uh, hard, uh, slightly losing her grip a little bit uh, on the rock's edge. Flap, flap, catch. <laughs> yeah, easy. You catch Brennan, pull her up. Oh, God, oh, thank you for that. Uh, the, uh, the wind just shoved me straight off. Uh, thank you. And CK Whistler pops out from behind the goats. Oh, that's a little bad weather. That's... <laughs> Unlucky. There's just an angel staring skeptically at him. So you're starting to gain your bearings a little bit better. You're in kind of these large rolling craggy hills uh, at this point. Um, and uh, kind of looking south, what you believe to be south, you see a, a winding river coming out of these hills. Uh, and Sige sort of shouts over the wind that's where you need to go follow that river take you straight to Vagelta uh, what would you all like to do is follow the river to get straight to Vagelta is Vagelta on our map Oh, it there is, it is. It is on the coast. Okay, the sorry. I yeah. I was just looking in entirely the wrong place, and I was like, for some reason, I've always pictured this as a very northern capital. So I was like, wait, what? <laughs> okay. Yep. So you're about here. Okay. Okay. 
So follow the river, we get to Vagelter, burn the entire city down. Cool. Alright, so uh, you part ways with C.G. Whistler. Um, he gives each of you a very hearty handshake. Uh, and then he and his goats are going to travel uh, um, just uh, around this sort of cliffside to try to find some some uh, like shelter for the day. Uh, and then tomorrow he says he's going to use that teleportation circle to get out of here as well. Uh, and the rest of you start to make your way off this cliffside and down into the plains that you see before you. Um, you see a in the wind and the rain, it's still hard to see real far away, but you see um, kind of large swaths through the through the land of, of trees and the river. It's actually quite beautiful country down here, um, if not for the storm that has greeted you. And yeah, you're slowly making your way. The storm eventually starts to die down. And you are now presented with a, a cloudy sky, but one that is generally clear. So if you want, you can follow the river uh, kind of as far as you'd like to go. And CK estimated it would be about a week? A week to two weeks. A week yeah. to two weeks. Yeah. So I think we'd probably just be traveling normal pace. Try to okay. keep an eye out for things. All right. So, um, I'd be chatting with Brennan some to see if I could get to know them a bit more. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and because I'm kind of nervous as to why they recognize me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you're chatting with them. Uh, they're like, oh, I'm sorry, I can't, I can't place where I've seen you from, but. You just seem familiar, like, like I should know you. What'd you do in Vagelter? Uh, well, I, I worked with my father on a lot of, uh, smelting of ores that came in. Uh, so we found a lot of mountain folk, uh, in the area that we'd know. Um, miners and that sort of thing. Hot work, but... Rewarding. Did you, make, uh, did you make things for the war, for the king? Well, we sent our 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 medals over to, to the armory, who certainly made yeah made weapons and armors with it for the war. Grueling work, gonna, but it paid. Gonna be really squinty-eyed at her. Just she'll be a little squinty-eyed back at you. I don't know why impression pushed to talk for uh, just making a face. I'd never let up on it. And Nalawe uh, kind of makes a squinty face at you as well. I'm pretending you don't exist because you creep me out. Well, that's not fair. I do exist. You're talking to me. Anyway, Brennan, so. Yeah, yes. I don't know. I have thoughts what are, what are your thoughts Do i ain't you... telling you yet okay secrets that's odd 
Why is ve- that odd? I've been very you open. You literally with you. just captured our friends. I've I've been very open with you now. Mm. Since the capture of your friends, which again, I didn't know you people before that. Oh, so it's okay to hurt strangers. I get it. Yeah. Well, it's better to hurt strangers, that's sure. You don't know them. No. That's a terrible, terrible way to look at the world. Well, okay, that's your opinion about it, I'd say. (laughs) Nalawe kind of sticks her tongue out at you. I put my hand up in front of my face like this. Trying to ignore nothing, are you? Mm. You know that this is wrong, right? When you when you meet up with Nalawe again, she ain't gonna be this. This is a fantasy you've created. I understand if it makes you comfortable, but but she ain't gonna be this. Are you gonna be happy with with your partner that actually exists, possibly broken I'll for be being happy. captured? She's not going to be this happy-go-lucky tongue sticking out whatever it is that you've created to help keep you sane, which, by the way, it has not. Are you going to still be okay with whatever it is that comes out of whatever prison she comes out of? I don't want to flip a dancer. I want you to think about it. I'll think about it. I understand sometimes you need to cope, but you also need to prepare yourself for what you're about to find. I don't think it's going to be pretty. How are you coping? Oh, I just don't really make connections. This is the first time I made a connection in a long time, so it's really weird. Just, you're a bit short. I can tell you've not been around a lot of social people lately. I am extremely likable, people tell me. You're growing on me. but So first I'm short and then I'm growing. Is this just a lot of height jokes? Didn't mean for it to be a high joke, but I made a joke. Oh, there way. You did, go. You hear, did you hear my joke about being short and then growing? And Nalawe nods very vigorously. Just, just think about what I said, okay? Smile kind of slowly fades from her face, and she continues walking. I don't say it to be mean. I say it because I worry. She nods. What other conversations would you like to have on the road to Vagelter? You keep the river on your right. It's very easy to navigate. Uh, so unless weather really changes or something, should be pretty easy travel. So can I just maybe ask the group when we're away from Brennan a little bit, what the hell's going on? I feel super lost right now. I like you guys. I want to help get him back because, you know, like I said, I feel obligated now, but what what the hell am I getting into? Uh, I think we pissed off Gaholnia at some point because we do things sometimes that make other people angry. I don't know. They're very irrational. Um, so then they had people out who were, like, trying to find us. I think that's what Sir Bubbly Petunia said. He said they were hunting us, right? And then it seems like they caught up to us and they got Burbage and Hikari. 
Oh, and the Goholnians worship an evil god who is helping the bad lady god that we're trying to keep from getting into the world. They're, they're, the bad god that they worship is helping her get into the world, maybe, I don't know, something like that. Okay, so that was actually basically all entirely correct. This charity casts a watchful eye on whether Brennan is... I'm assuming, like... I'm just picturing Brennan is, like, on this brief break, essentially doing that one scene, like, between Anakin and Padme in the field, but just with the <laughs> freaking hologram of Nalawe as they're, like, playing with butterflies and just like... <laughs> yep, exactly. Nalawe is not at all being realistically portrayed. <laughs> <laughs> um... It's it's gonna sort of like so you asked what was the deal with the multiple charities? I think eventually I introduced your, myself to you. I don't really remember. We went with the whole snow mountain baller thing for honestly far longer than we needed to because it had all kind of fallen apart. I, no, actually, I just gave you my name. Um. I am Kalorin Charity of the family. Before that, I was Kalorin, also called Wrath, also called the Death Spell. I was that a very sounds pretty intense. I was a very bad person. Yes, um, my father made me into that very bad person and was a much worse person. Things get a little fuzzy. I don't really have full recollection of uh, parts of my life still, but I ended up in the service of a god called Behelet, and I was the charity of Behelet. That sounds like it would be a really nice, friendly gig. You would be wrong. It's basically still being an assassin. Honestly, the god had less truth in the advertising than the Thief and Assassin Guild, where I was called Death Spell. Really? Same job. Um, a lot more, you know, cleansing of the impure, so really we just added on marketing to it from my perspective now. Uh, along the way, I came to meet everyone here. We became wrapped up in, from what I can tell, is a plot and counterplot of a god trying to enter the world, presumably to burn it to nothing, because let me tell you, I worked for her. She's not great. Um, and another, various other groups trying to stop it or aid it or etc. Along the way, our, a member of our family, Vimeris, got killed. And... Much like myself, was trapped in not being allowed to exist as an individual, but being made for some purpose, some prophecy, some war among the gods. That is why almost everything we do at this point is one, to prevent the world burning down, and two, to bring him back. I want Vimeris to be able to have a life that he chooses. And I want the same thing for me. None of that happens if the world burns down. None of that happens if we die, die. So, 
along the way, and the timelines on this are a little unclear, we met another charity of Behelet, kind of an asshole, uh, killed him. Should also be noted, they've kind of made clones of me, at least one, so there's literally more charities out running around somewhere. They oh, hate yeah, me. I know that technology. You oh, good. Clones of charity? No, I can, I just know about. Don't don't worry about it. I'm sure it'll never come up. <laughs> I'm going to worry about it, but I, I trust you. Have come up. Uh, I listen. I wasn't a bad person in the past. I wasn't an evil person in the past. But then you're better than me. I've done some shit in the past, so uh, we'll cross that bridge when we uh, come to it. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be on fire. Um. So, essentially, the score at the moment is, as Stormbringer nicely summated, uh, Boreer the Many-Eyed God is one of these divine entities who are who are currently siding with Behelet. That was what we had heard, right? Boreer was one of the ones actively working with Behelet. Yes. Um, th- seems to be whipping the Goholnians up into war. Uh, this may be one of the preconditions for bringing Behelet into the world. Um, I cannot imagine anything good coming out of Behelet being in the world. That is ultimately why we are trying to stop this. This other group, this red family, presumably, seems to be tied to... There are prophecies around... A drow, a tiefling, a uh, a stormbringer, a goliath, uh, and a halfling. I couldn't remember which order I'd said. Uh, And they seem to be another group to whom this prophecy could apply, perhaps? We're not really clear on what the prophecy even entails, uh, but they, suffice to say, don't like us, and now have Burbage and Hakari. My primary hope is that they will not have immediately killed Burbage and Hakari. Instead, I hope that they will be trying to extract information from them. That will not go well for them. I've tried to get a straight answer out of them for what they want for breakfast. (laughs) So my question is, you already... You convinced me that it's important to be a part of this because the world's going to be gone if we don't do something. So I'm here for that. But how the hell do you fight a god? Um, I have a lot of weapons. Yeah, but gods are, like, invulnerable and stuff, you know? Like, I think that, like, weapons don't really hurt gods. I don't think that's true. I think you can hurt anything if you hit hard enough. That's a really optimistic point of view, and uh, sure. Uh, Charity, thoughts? <laughs> Charity uh, did before uh, with uh, Clue, um, but Charity will sort of adjust his clothing so that you can see just sort of networks of scars on him. I mentioned that my father was, or is, huh, disconcerting. Don't know if he's alive be better for the world if he was dead it's more fun for me if he's alive because then I get to kill him 
My dad um, is dead. Yes, and a much nicer person than mine. Um, in the past, he had access to a substance called Hellfire. It it is a thing capable of burning fire itself, and I have reason to believe is a weapon made for the purpose of killing a god. Using it doesn't go great. <laughs> sort of gesturing at the scarring, but it appears to be a thing that I have the capacity to do. There were also a whole bunch of other sort of weird plans about, like, summoning gods, putting them in vessels, killing the vessel, etc. That didn't go great for the last group who tried it because they decided to use the married couple for that. That seemed like a bad idea to me, but um, they thought they were very smart people. Don't know why that was the play, but uh, and some of what we were doing with Fromidian besides murdering Fromidian, was uh, to do with trying to figure out ways of stopping that, controlling that, etc. Oh, also, right. if a man called Ponway ever asks you to do a favor for him, don't. Under any circumstances. Uh, keep that in mind. Okay, I feel... I don't know if better's the word, but, uh... Less bad. That's really the gold standard of what we can hope for. Rachel, I'm sending you a message as well. Discord. I'm trying to remember which vision Chelsea is alluding to in the runaway kids camp that Charity had. The what? Vision. The Charity vision, I think. I was going to say, wasn't that seeing Shadow Charity wake up? That was the, I believe the sense of, yeah, Charity waking up and then filling with rage for killing you. And Rachel, I th yeah, I think it's in your handouts it is there's so many technical, things there i'm sorry technical oh, difficulties um the uh, i don't see anything oh and sorry oh and hand there are so many things here andy there is a lot of lore <laughs> and no worries chelsea uh and i think the the one before that the vision that uh charity had, had before that uh he was uh, peeking in on the voice of Behlin. Uh Andy, really quickly. Yes. I've just got this book recently, right? Yes. That was picked up when we were okay. Yes, exactly. Uh I'm gonna wait until and we don't have to keep having all these conversations right now if you want, but okay. I'm gonna wait until an evening when I can just walk up to charity alone. Sure, sure. And just be, just say, uh, hey, uh, Charity, you got, you got a minute? Oh, we weren't just uh, prefacing that we were doing this. Sorry, we were doing this. I was like, like I was like, go ahead. We're getting into very active role play of the description of the thing you want to do, uh, Charity. Um, yes, of course. 
You mentioned before that there's something about Hellfire. Yep. I might have found something useful to that. Yes? I just picked it up because it seemed interesting. But you remember when we were in the uh, the Shadowfell? Oh, yeah. I guess it wasn't really that long ago, huh? The last time I killed the god does sort of boop, pop to the top of the, the old register. Yes, there well, were lots and lots of books, this nice cloak, uh, some other things. Uh, uh, Charity still doesn't know that there was a deck of many that Burbage has fucking used. Never mind. That next line was about to be uh, <laughs> totally out of character knowledge. <laughs> so, Jeez. do you read Dwarvish? Nope. Okay. What do I read? Do you? I do, but I'm not there. I do. <laughs> I do read Dwarvish. Okay, so I I found this book. I'm, I'm kind of having trouble. It's a lot. But I found a book that's titled The Mythical Substance Called Hellfire. You mentioned that. I thought it might be relevant now. Seems apropos, yeah. I it's a lot of it is illegible. But there are some parts that are that are readable. I just said illegible. I could have just said legible, but then it just felt too much like I was saying edgible too many times. <laughs> edgible. Yeah, that that's mm, yeah. Mm. Worth avoiding. So one of the things that it specifically says is that this this substance, Hellfire, um, it, it says that the origins of this substance lie deep in the fire plane's central column of hell. That doesn't seem great for us if we have to, like, get that. Again, using this as a child left me with scars that I still have, so... Also, I killed Hikari when I was 10. Yeah. That's for another time. <laughs> so, it also says that the King of Firehell guards it himself? <laughs> the King of Firehell? It does. It specifically says the King of Firehell. As opposed to, like, other hells? Everything so changed when the Firehell nation attacked? Um, it also mentions that a god might have stolen it and brought it to the material plane. So they, uh, but, oh, wait, it does say that they would then be darkness incarnate, spreading lightlessness like a fire catches onto dry grass. So that one might not be as good of a lead. I mean, I, I guess it's if you want to go after a god that becomes cursed without fire and light or if you want to go after the king of hell of fire hell and I've put the book in everyone's 
<laughs> so you don't have to just go by my rambling. Uh... I don't know. I I, yeah, I honestly engage with some of the text that we have in this just by the characters' descriptions of it. Which, yeah. since if it's not me doing it, it's probably Burbage. Means I have some very interesting perspectives on some of the handouts that Andy's given us. I'm sure. Um, Charity, sort of. So, King of Fire Hell versus deity that stole hellfire and became a lightless entity that spreads darkness like fire on dry grass. Where yeah. are my handouts is this? I don't... Uh, handouts, books and tomes, lost knowledge, the mythical substance called hellfire. Thank you. Hellfire. I don't suppose... <laughs> so many subcategories of lore. I don't suppose this, this book includes any helpful dates names uh besides the king of fire hell that's more of a title uh doesn't say which god did this why do none of these legends ever say which goddamn god did it um no no pretty much yeah you got you got your fire hell and you got your your random rumored god and your king thereof lightlessness and cursed without fire you you get it Uh, so i didn't know if that helped some it also it kind of made it seem actually more impossible like i kind of wish i hadn't read this book to be fair my father definitely had it uh let's say 20 odd years ago because i was using it to kill people Okay, but is your father the king of fire hell? Possible. Is your father a god that's cursed by lightlessness and fire? I don't know. He was a bad man. Yeah, so leaning more towards king of fire hell, I think. Is this a metaphor or like actual darkness? I know I'm not there, but like... It said... It says such a being would be cursed without fire, without light. They would be darkness incarnate, spreading their lightness, lightlessness like a fire catches onto dry grass. That doesn't. I mean, I guess that could be a metaphor. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe your dad either was like buddy buddy with the king of fire hell, or it says that demons originating in the fire plane have the substance created for their royal hierarchy so maybe your dad's a fire plane demon a part of the hierarchy the book is also extremely old uh which should at least predate um charity's father by a long stretch and i'm also thinking I'm of the his dad's the fire hell <laughs> i love it I'm also thinking of the conversation that I heard my uncle having in it, where it seemed like there was a familial connection to Hellfire. Or I can't remember if he said the Hellfire or the Blackfire. Charity remembers, Galway doesn't. Um, I don't... I don't know. I... All of this is... I need (laughs) 
and I'm trying not to push too far out of the things that I actually remember, Andy. So again, if I say something that isn't in the memories, uh, feels sure. I I have only fragmentary memories of the early parts of my life. I mentioned this when I when I entered or was given into Behelit's service. My, my being was essentially wiped away. My memories, everything. Uh, I, I do not. I did not know who I was. My my entire memories when I met my family consisted of the small handful of years that I'd been in Federo working as a doctor, serving as the charity of Behelit. Looking back, I probably should have realized that there was a lot of talk about purifying flame for the charity thing to really line up. But hey, I had no memories, so uh, I just thought this was normal. And thanks to Hikari and a waterfall, more Hikari than the waterfall, I I can remember some of my childhood. Oh, incidentally, you didn't also uh, date my brother, did you? Because so far, almost everyone that we meet on the road who works with us <laughs> dated my brother. I mean, it depends. Is he hot? Yep. I have actually very vague memories. Horrible person. Oh, then no. Also kind of incompetent, but... Uh, Definitely not. Still trying to figure out how that worked with Hikari, because I'm pretty sure by all logic she should have been like six. And I didn't think he was that bad of a person. I also think Hikari defies logic. That's fair. Uh, But something something happened. Death spell. Doing lots of murders. Occasionally saving people from the monster that my father was. Blank. Fragmentary memories. Entering Behelit's service. Charity of Behelit in Federo. Feel like something in there is going to be important. Don't know if there's anything in the whole, you know, alchemy, medically induced coma bag of tricks that works for that. But if there is, I might be interested in trying. I'm a budding hypnotist, so I could try, you know, to see what memories you've repressed. I, I don't think it was so much repression as more of a divine seal, but... Uh, it's like a magical hypnotism, so I can, you okay, know, okay, like break okay. through some walls. That'd be good. Andy's like, you don't have this power. <laughs> try all you'd like. I'm working on it. We'll 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 get there. I got some ways. Okay, I, I just that that sort of catches you up with uh, most of it. Uh, I mean, Burbage and Hikari sort of have their own whole things going on, but uh, you can talk to them about that uh, once we sort of rescue them. Um, would you like for me to translate this book for you? Oh, uh, that would be very out? useful. Yes, I. Uh, it's possible that the book could be restored a little bit in areas. Um, some of the unreadable parts might be salvageable, um, but you need to work on it and maybe even get some help. Yeah, I'll do that. Charity I mean, also I knows mending, of, like, I'm pretty sure. 
Yeah. I've got a lot of different liquids and brushes. I could, you know, repair things that way. I can okay. apply liquids to it. <laughs> Various liquids. Lovely. Uh, anything else this evening before you turn in for your first night on the road? I thought that this was like a span over time of like the weeks we were traveling, not just Almost. one fucking not day. Uh, uh, something's gonna happen the next morning so <laughs> and he's like for the love of god just get to the next morning i'm just it's asking you to get to the next morning um, time skipping, so. so the 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 two things that i think charity would also uh bring up with uh clem uh which we can just sort of yada yada them as points because they wouldn't occur in this like first evening or anything uh one would be the idea of could we take this letter that is magically connected to a letter at another place that clearly someone is sitting with who just fucking identifies themselves as Goholnian fucking secret service. Um, well, actually, real quick, as you pull out that letter to kind of talk about it, uh, you see there's writing on it. Oh, fuck me, running. Uh, and the writing just says, uh, we've been given information that you may be compromised. We will have no further communication with you. We should have just fucking killed everybody, you guys. To be fair, it also might have been writing the word butts on it. <laughs> it was science. That's fair. Charity's going to sort of... I don't know if that changes your thoughts on the paper. I just enjoyed the, the we will have no further communication. Charity will like quickly pull out a, a quill. But I'll miss our long talks and meaningful conversations, sharing our hopes, dreams, aspirations. A couple of moments pass. Okay. Okay. You should have just said K, lowercase. Okay. How can you do this after everything we've meant to each other? <sighs> Please uh, stop. Unsubscribe. But the long nights of just messaging each other, leaving and letters I'm just for each add other. In at the bottom. And the butts. Next to it in an obviously different. And the butts. I'm happily married. Please stop. That wasn't what you said when we started writing. I said a lot of things, okay? <laughs> I like that charity is either going to murder or just break. The goal needs. <laughs> Try to be like, well, <clears throat> clearly they don't entirely mean it. So there's still there's there's still some there's water some in that room. well. <laughs> uh, well, one was going to be researching that to see if we could trace a location. Uh, the other would be while uh, Clem is doing uh, sort of her book restoration project. Um. Charity is going to describe the, like, look and the appearance, the type of paper, etc., of the process Avatarana. Uh, not the contents particularly, but anything of that. And see if, like, as she was working on repairing the book, which Charity's also happy to help with, with mending or anything else that he can do, uh, if she could create almost a facsimile of, like, that type of 
book. This very sort of ancient-looking creepy leather that you just then sort of non-committally wiggled out of how it's creepy. Uh, Etc. Uh, sort of creating a replica of that. Yeah, I could try yeah, that. And then the only other thing I will do uh, is go over and check on how Stormbringer's doing. Hey, Stormbringer. Hey, Charity. How you doing? I'm good. We're gonna get Burbage and Hikari back, and we're gonna kill all of the Gaholmians, or maybe just the Royal Gaholmians. Um... But maybe all of them. I don't know. We're going to kill a lot of people. And then we're going to somehow teleport 60 miles north of Federo. West of Federo. <laughs> to, um, to Roburn. And she's probably not a zombie. But maybe she's a zombie. But it's okay if she's a zombie as long as she's a nice zombie. Yes, that's, uh, Federo was kind of next on the list for the big things anyway, so we can maybe start to the west of it and then get into the city. And I think we could also go and get the Albert babies, which are also a direction from Federo. I don't think it's west. Actually, I think that's where CK said it was. it is west, too, yeah. Oh, so that's just probably on the way then. Maybe they're there. Um, and it's gonna be good, but yeah. You didn't fail Burbage and Hikari. I don't think I failed them. I just have to kill all the Gahomians, but it's okay because they're not dead. They just got kidnapped. At least I'm pretty sure they're not dead. I guess I don't have any reason to think they're not dead. But I, no, there's. Do you think they're dead? I don't they think dead? they're dead yet. Okay. So it's okay, because I'm just going to kill all the Gahonians, and then we're going to have a chat with Burbage about maybe never leaving my sight again, because bad things seems to happen when he leaves my sight. But he's okay with that. He doesn't like independence. We're talking about the same Burbage, right? But yay tall, mussy <laughs> brown hair. Yeah massive independent streak where he hates having anyone like even make suggestions about things to do no it's okay you know what it's evening and I'm tired and I've spent a lot of time uh, thinking about books so we're just going to let that one go for now I will say that perhaps the little burbage voice that comes from your backpack might suggest that you limit the killing of Gaholnians to those with culpability or involvement in the kidnapping of Burbage and Hakari or other innocents. Right, okay, so I understand, but that means they have to determine who's culpable, and that's a lot of work and uh, takes time. So... I'm just saying that maybe... When we walk into Vagelter, you don't just axe down the first random street child, you see, because they probably didn't have anything to do with it. I'm not going to kill a street child, Charity, but... You, you know, keep saying all Gaholnians! The child is a Gaholnian! <laughs> no, children don't count as people... So it's There okay. were so many ways you could have gone from there that would have made it better, and you chose to take none of those paths. 
I'm not gonna kill the children, Cherry, and I will try to be patient and not kill all the other Gohonians, but we gotta get Burbage and Hikari back, and we have to make sure that nobody can kidnap them again. And that's the best way to do that is killing people. Well, that might be your problem. Uh, Brennan speaks up from the other side of the fire. I didn't think you were involved in this conversation, hostage. Uh, there's not a lot of room for hostages to roam free, so sorry. I think it's a mistake to think that your friends are still alive. Okay, well, at least they didn't cut them in half like they're going to cut in the lawway in half. Nalawe is alive because I'm helpful to them. Did they ask you to do anything? They asked you specifically to find us and then went to the trouble of capturing us instead of killing us. You see how that predisposes one to assume that they're so interested in us being alive that they're willing to enlist your services to try to get us to them alive. Or if you're as powerful as you seem... They just wanted to separate you to kill you. Well, they haven't killed us yet. Also, like, I could just, like, snap your tiny little neck right now. Why are you antagonizing us? I'm not trying to antagonize, just... And she looks over to Clem, trying to keep it real. Ah, uh, hmm. You might want to keep it a little, uh... A little less real with, with them if you want to keep your head. I, I think... I think Nalawe is over there complaining about sand being gritty and coarse or something. Just go interact with her. And I'll just give Brennan a little nod. She goes over to Nalawe and high fives. (laughs) Why have we not killed her? I'm increasingly unsure. I think it has something to do with trying to be a better person, but... Processing. All right. If uh, if that's the end of that conversation, I don't want to step on it. Um, but yeah, you I, have I, a, a lovely night's sleep, and uh, the morning after the first morning that you wake up, um, after you're making some breakfast, charity, you get a, a ping in your head again. Uh, so I've been told that um, I should let you know my name first and me and mill is what they call me and well wait what was the name and me and mill e-n-m-i e-n-m-i-l was this elisa's character this is darcy's darcy's okay <laughs> the one shot and both one shots with rachel too um we are west of Fidero. If there is a chance that you can meet soon, come here. If not, we can meet you somewhere. And then it just cuts off. Currently, some friends have been captured, working to rescue them. Little tied up with that. Can we meet you in Peli? What? Uh, Peli is a uh, city in the Great Sands Wastes, uh, east of Roth, then. It is down here. Uh, 
Yes, once we've secured friends slash family members. We will head there now. Uh, isn't that right, grandfather? Yes, I know. <laughs> Just talking to some friends. And when I see we see you, uh, we'll be staying at the tavern um, for however long you need us there. Oh. This was my last message. That was definitely fewer than the day before! She probably contacted someone else, too. Well, um, okay, the group that uh, is with Roburn will wait for us uh, while we try to sort some things. Did you tell Roburn I say hi? I will next message. Uh, this person sort of sent two messages just trying to get me the deep. They don't seem very experienced with the whole... They don't sign their name. They don't say who they're talking to. Also ask if Roburn's a zombie. I will say hi and ask if is zombie. But make sure you say that it's okay if she is. And I would still like her a lot, even if she was a zombie. That's something we can, like, surmount. I just want to know if she's a zombie. Got it. Will do. Okay. As you travel along, um, it's it's uh, a couple days here. Really slow down uh, your progress because of of pretty bad storms. So it it's about two weeks before you finally see the walls and gates of Vagelter, um, a city that, as far as you can tell, is on the edge of a cliff overlooking the ocean to the south. We're gonna burn um, this whole place to the fucking ground. I love it. So any more conversations happen on the road or anything you want to talk about before you get into Vagelter? Or otherwise we can start a plan of action of what to do in Vagelter that we'll pick up next time. Anything else to talk about though? I would probably just still try and get I mean we don't have to act this out but to get closer and learn more and also try to help Brennan <laughs> some yeah legitimately she's... charity probably would do the same thing <laughs> yeah you can tell she's really standoffish for the first week on the road um and there's been even a couple kind of close scrapes with like a large animal or or some bandits on the road that the three of you can take care of very easily but um kind of scared her a bit um and then you start to notice toward the maybe the last two or three days on the road before Vagelter um no Nalawe is has not shown up as much uh whereas she had her out the entire time the first week she's starting to hide her a little bit more and only bring her out for like meals and stuff which she insists you set a place for. And she gets her own ration. You put the ration away after. No one eats it. But <laughs> but you do have to each night watch Illusion Nalahoy mime like she's eating food. Jesus. <laughs> messed up. But so you do uh, get to know her a little bit more. Um, she's a very talented uh, singer. Um, she sings a couple more songs for you on the road. Um, 
nothing really attached to lore <laughs> as the last one. So, um, and she's curious, she's a little bit curious about that connection with the name Hakari and the person who wrote that song she sang for you that first night that you met when all the shit went down. And she's like, that's kind of an odd, it's a little bit of an odd name for, did Hakari have many like grandparents or great, great, great grandparents that might have also had that name? I have heard that it's a very personal name. So, possibly. Fair enough. What's your plan of attack when we get inside the walls? Am I to be set free? Am I to be trotted up to the guards? What are you thinking of doing? You have a contact point that... Presumably someone who has had family taken and has done some work for them, can go and get in contact with people. Which seems like a solid place to start. Also just probably trying to get a general read inside the city in terms of what's going on. It seems likely that you were correct. That... As like as not, they may well be being held in the same place if they're being used for leverage, information, etc. That makes sense to me. The same group that was hunting us reached out to you. Seems convenient, so hopefully we can find some leads to that. Brennan, anything that happens in here is going to be very dangerous, and I know that what you want more than anything is to get your family back and be alive for them to be back. Would you agree to us essentially smuggling you in so that we can reunite you once we find Nalawe? but also keep you safe from harm, because I'm not sure we can keep you safe from harm. I'm not worried about the the intent of what you're saying. I'm a little worried about the practice. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one that has pictures of the two of you. And you certainly stand out in a crowd. I don't know if I want to be caught being smuggled in by some of the most wanted people in this city. No offense. I don't think you'd have to worry about that. I can keep you secure. You won't... You won't be there for them to find, but I'll be able to get oh. you there as soon as we need you, as soon as we have Nalawe and can safely get you safe, essentially, whether that's out of the city, right then and there, whatever it needs to be. Well, that's interesting then, isn't it? Um, well... I could do that. Yeah. 
Yeah, let's do that. Um, you promised they, they couldn't find me. Like, if you were captured, they wouldn't find me. No, I... Okay. And Charity's just kind of trying to think about it, and he's trying to be truthful with that. Like, no, sure. they, they wouldn't... They would not find you by capturing me, and I can promise you that even if it appeared that the worst was going to happen to me and whatever I could do, I would at least try to ensure that you could escape successfully. I... If they're capturing me, etc., it's hard for me to be able to exactly know what would happen, but... Fair enough. And as a friend, to avoid capture, you two certainly need to change the way you look. It's just a reminder. But I'm game for it. Anything to get to Nalawe? As she sort of says that and we're sitting here, uh, from his hip, Charity is going to slowly slide the black-faced mask with eye slits of Vimeris. Mm -hmm over his face, pull the pull the cowl of the dark black leather duster over. That shouldn't be an issue. Well, I mean, that's all to you. I don't, I don't know about me. <laughs> you do kind of stand out. I'm pretty tall, and all of you people are pretty short. Um... I don't have many suggestions. I can't change the way people look. I don't even have makeup. I... But I, I trust you'll figure it out before heading into the city. I right? could maybe make a potion it's random that makes you look different for ten minutes. This is very deja vu. I was like, haven't we been here before? <laughs> um, So with that, it, it, we're... Are we now in the morning or in evening? I can't remember. At this point, it went never. Yeah. So, so basically, this would be uh, in the evening. Um, Charity will sort of hand her a bag, uh, which has uh, 10 days worth of rations in it. Uh, and then one day worth of rations with a little label of four Nalawe on it and a pair of place settings. Um, it'll have several books, a lamp uh, or like a torch, etc., etc. So basically just a camping kit, a bedroll, because we have a couple of spare yeah. ones. I can't uh, let this go by. You you gave a ration so that she could pretend to have dinner with Nalawe, yes. right? God damn it, that's the cutest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I couldn't let that just go by. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, and I'm just going to walk up to sort of a, a rock face and yeah. uh, press my hand against it and a door will appear. Uh, it is a, a wooden room uh comfortable temperature uh i can't remember as much as i could i would control it so that it's like yeah. you're in a room uh sure. that just doesn't really have an exit okay. um which is a pack that she'll take in too if that's okay yeah yeah it, it, you've seen it you've looked through it it's bedrolls and you know just stuff like that yeah as long as you know like i have the interdimensional messenger etc but outside of that yeah um getting uh, be like I I have every hope that essentially very soon I will be able to reopen this door with Nalawe I'm trusting you I can't believe I'm saying that but 
Feels good. I just have one of those faces. Fully intentionally delivered while Charity is wearing a jet black mask that has no features. Fair enough. So she steps on in, uh, closes the door. She's not in the demi. After a while, it'll, uh, it's, I believe, half an hour, the door will dissolve. Um, I essentially, it's my demi plane. I know she's in there, but there's also enough contents that it wouldn't, it's not like it's just her. So. There's some level of entropy. Um, and yeah. Okay. I would have given some books, like a book or something to be interesting. What kind of book? I think I gave my elven erotica to Burbage, didn't I? I think so, yeah. Yeah. I feel like I have to have some other kind of uh, thing. How about it's just a notebook in which I wrote down all of my amazing adventures in the forest with the the bears and the other things. It's really, really badly written. But Yes. Okay. She'll read it. Yeah. You put that in there with her. Lovely. Uh so a couple, a couple more things we're gonna do in tonight's session just real quick. How are we gonna get into the city? And uh where would you like to go in the city and stop before we actually interact too much? I'm going to roll my two potions, if that's okay. Yeah, please. because hopefully one of those is a potion of disguise, otherwise... I mean, if you wanted to wait a few days, it'll auto, it'll. Oh, come dude, up this will be for when we go into it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, nope, it's one of swiftness and flight. You could wait another day and try again. Uh, so, if we say that the, uh, the interaction with Brennan was... Like the uh, night before? Was or... earlier? Uh, oh, Charity yeah. Will... yeah. Charity will uh, look at uh, Stormbringer. I could get you in the same way I'm getting Brennan in. And it's just like surprise Stormbringer. I just pop out like a jack-in-the-box or something. Pretty much, although honestly I want you to be with us for more of it than, you know, just at the end bits. So, I don't know, not a perfect plan. Well, uh, yeah, because, like, people are going to recognize me, right? Like, if I pop out. Yeah. Um, have we tried punching me in the face? You've definitely not tried it yet, no. <laughs> could punch me in the face, and I could cut my hair, and then I would probably look like a different person. Cutting your hair would definitely make you look like a different person. Charity uh, is going to look like cultural ties to your long braided hair and sort of, yeah. Charity is going to look between himself and Clem. I don't think anyone here can punch you hard enough to disfigure your face. Maybe if Hikari was still here, but we'll just break our hands. I think we tried before with Clem or with Hikari. I don't remember which, and I don't know how well it worked. Um. <laughs> I could, like, build you... I could try and build you, like, a weird clockwork mask. Okay. Maybe, like, while you're still trying to make potions also. Sure. Oh, No. I was just going to say I could, like, put my shield on my head, but that doesn't really <laughs> explode. Good. 
Oh, uh, hit me in the face with my great axe. No, I have a staff that's enhanced. I could, I could hit you with the staff. But if you just, just chop my face. That sounds like a recipe for permanent scarring and possibly death. Maybe brain damage. What in the world? I don't think either of you could kill me with my ex. That is probably true, but... Unless I hold still for a really long time. I don't even think I could pick it up. <laughs> Look, I'm not I'm not a problem solver. Um, <sighs> Seamus, you have any ideas here? Got some uh, makeup or something? Uh, that'd be kind of nice. Do you have makeup, Seamus, inside of you? Uh, let me see. And he kind of spits out a, a clump of dirt. Uh, you okay. can rub that on your face. Yeah, did, I could rub did, dirt all over my skin. Did what's her name? Uh, shit. The the one who had Seamus before me. Yes. Can't remember. I can't remember her name. <laughs> yeah, I can't either right now. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did 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 she use you to store any of her cosmetics? Patience of Behelet, maybe? There's the Patience of Behelet, but she went Something. by a name. Yeah. Oh, I forget. Need a lore master. Um, did she have any... I'm sorry, what? Like, did, did she use you to store... Let's insert name here. Like, I haven't just forgotten this person's name, but right, right. like, did she use you to store any of her cosmetics or anything? Uh... Well, you know, sometimes she does, but, uh... I, uh... She didn't uh, last time she used me, so I don't got it in me. Sorry. Look, so we have the guard's cloak, but if I wear the cloak of the Gohonian guard, people are going to expect me to know things, and I don't know things. Oh, wait, wait. Uh, you got a little, uh, like, uh, poison ivy or something around? Because well, you can rub it all over your face. That would work really good. Yeah. Do you see any poison ivy? Clint? I don't really see anything. Charity, oh, will the look, other one. Charity will look around. <laughs> Give me nature checks. Whoever wants to look around. Or survival, actually. That'd be better. They both suck. Eleven. Five. Thirteen. Uh, it... You can find it if if you take a while looking I, around. Actually, I, with that suggestion, actually, probably where uh, Charity, realistically, sorry, uh, his brain would have jumped to. I was getting tired. <laughs> I have herb, an herbalism kit and proficiency with it. Do sure. I feel like there's something that I could do to manufacture essentially something kind of allergic reaction either allergic or generally cosmetic as well? Even something as simple as like general sort of face powder to combine right. with that <laughs> you can make kind of a, a a white foundation out of some flowers um and what you have um just yeah just give me an herbalism check to kind of see how how much effort that would be uh against wisdom yes let's say or charisma either one Oh, okay, against Charisma, I would definitely go with. Okay, let's do Charisma then, yeah. Roll that Charisma. 
31. Oh my god. <laughs> That's a crit hit. <laughs> 31. Yeah, actually, putting your mind to it, it doesn't take long at all. You can make a, a very thick white foundation uh, to sort of have a very large geisha with you, if you'd like. So wonky, very large geisha. Um, but yeah, you feel you could make a, a makeup that that would conceal most of the features uh, and and not look like Stormbringer. If are Stormbringer's braids of the type that could be undone without utterly destroying them? Probably it would take a while. <laughs> um, because I was thinking if we could just add that on. <laughs> Yeah, like undo my braids and like put my hair up and sure. now I look different. You would look very different. Yeah. Yeah. I so, will say uh, unless you unbraid them regularly, they probably would not come apart easily. Because that kind of like hair and stuff like that as it sure. as it goes, it like knots together, felts together, other kind of stuff like that, unless you take it out regularly. But yeah. Rachel. I'm sorry. <laughs> so you can un undo them to the best of your ability uh and and yeah it still it, it still looks a lot different right uh you're able to mess it up enough it's more that, that it's, instead of braids it's in at least yeah, sort of like long float not like flowing sense more... of well conditioned but like it's a yeah. different hairstyle yeah i don't even know what I can make about. you a jaunty hat. <laughs> and yeah. a jaunty hat. A jaunty hat, and I'm good. I look different, and I'm gonna talk different. I'm not gonna talk like this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk like like this. I'm gonna talk like this all time. <laughs> that will certainly right. decrease the number of people who remain within close proximity of us. Okay, this is good. So with this plan, say you that. head toward, <laughs> toward the gates of, of the city. Uh, lots of guards here, uh, all sort of checking people over, but but they're not keeping anyone out. They're just sort of asking, like, hey, who are you? What are you doing here? That sort of thing. Easily you make your way in with these disguises. Uh, they don't seem to recognize you for who you are. And you are now surrounded by an incredibly busy... Uh, incredibly large city this is a little bigger than Fidero. Uh you thought you'd never see a city larger than Fidero. um and it's a little overwhelming at first and Clem especially you're having some pretty intense emotions about this and as you're trying to ask and make your way to the nearest inn to set up a little base of operations here Stormringer Burbage just dropped to zero hit points. And you can feel that. You can feel him dying. Would you like to intervene? I mean, yeah. All right. So you activate your, your sweater, essentially, that you gave him to knit back whatever just happened. And you're filled with this intense dread but it seems Burbage is safe for the moment 
We have to we have to expedite things because the package the package just got really damaged. It's really, really damaged, and I'm not sure how much longer the package is gonna survive. And I, I think we're gonna end tonight's episode there. <laughs> with, with all of that. Standing there in, in Vimeris' mask, this dark cloak, Stormbringer having just delivered this. With a jaunty hat and white face. Oh Charity's, Charity's just gonna sort on. And we're golden. <laughs> and that's it. Thank you everyone for uh, listening to tonight's session of Goats and Dragons. Um, Goats and Dragons should return in a couple weeks on Friday, uh, and we'll get the whole cast together, I think, at that point. Um, and uh, so next week on Wednesday, we're going to have uh, Saltmarsh, uh, DM'd by our very own Rachel. Uh, it's brilliant. It's goofy. It's fun. It's it's a blast. It's wild. It's not this. It's, it's not intense. It's not dark. It's lovely. There's um, lots of burritos. Lots of burritos. Is Spire back on Thursday? Yes. Uh, I Spire. think I believe that's the plan. The plan yes. is okay. at least, yeah. Good. Yep. So we'll have Spire on Thursday, uh, DM'd by Elise. Uh, and then next Friday, uh, Galway is going to GM another episode of Tear, uh, which is brilliant and kind of. We're in the home stretch. Wrapping up. Yeah. Like in the home stretch. Yeah. Um, so you definitely want to want to get on that. Uh, we have old episodes of Tier on YouTube. You can check out, uh, and and we're catching up again with <laughs> with podcast uh, episodes of Tier, so you can find it on Helpful Presents there. Um, yeah, and I think uh, I think that's it. So thanks everyone so much for listening. Thanks for watching. Uh, we love you so much. We appreciate you. We hope you enjoy these stories and. From all of us on Goats and Dragons, including the newest cast member, permanent cast member Rachel. Forever. Hey. Cast member. Forever. <laughs> we'll see you later. We love you. Good night. Have a good night, everybody. Bye. Bye. Hello, friends. That was The Fates of Rin Goats and Dragons, a podcast from Helpful Goat Gaming. We have a couple more podcasts. Helpful Goat Presents, which features our world of Tear, a varied campaign put together by one-shots and shorter campaigns, GM'd by our very own Galway Trainer. We also have the podcast Dom and Dragons, where Helpful Goat Gaming played Dungeons and Dragons with Dominic Monaghan, the actor. He was nice. Good guy. We also have a Discord, and you are welcome to join. That Discord link will be in the description, as well as a link to our merch website. If you like us, want to support us, and you want something for your efforts. And until next time, friends, we love you, thank you for listening, and we'll see you. Remains me